You guys, you guys ready? You guys ready for this fucking intro that I'm about to nail? I haven't done any declares. Well, danger has yet. to go first. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting Fuck. for you to right. stop. <laughs> See, now I'm off. Now I'm off. All right, all right. Well, he's all amped up. Do it nowhere now. to go. Well, now the pressure's on. You have, uh, you have a little bit of time. Okay. Hello, one sec, one sec. God damn it. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> Jared, it's not fart time yet. That is all. Okay. I know. Okay. We good? Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I will be your host and dungeon master this evening. We pick back up in the Fractured World story, and this evening I'm joined by Jared, Graham, Dylan, and Mike. Why don't you guys uh, go ahead? Tell me who you're playing, and then uh, tell me a little bit about what happened last week, or what you remember. Yeah, uh, I am Jared, playing the character Johnny Law, and last week I purchased a lot of liquor at a store from a guy, that is all. Uh, I'm Graham, and I play Dennis, and I witnessed the death of someone I don't care about. Uh <laughs> Once again, guys, we're not doing the recap until the end. <laughs> I wasn't doing that as a recap. That was more just like an anecdote. Okay. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you specifically just say, "Tell us some things that happened last week"? Well, that's at the so end. After that's when I, yeah. after you introduce yourself, then then Danger will say like, "So what happened last <laughs> session, guys?" We, and then we I, tell them. I feel like I fucked it up every single time since we started. Dude, I'm keeping all of this. I feel like this is fantastic. This is Radio Gold right here. It gets is funnier it? every week when we can't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> the a, only podcast where the players get worse every week. <laughs> I think it's Dylan's turn now. Oh, right. <laughs> it's still I am Dylan. I am playing Fujiwara Seime, and... I'm so glad that I'm not playing a character with three names anymore. <laughs> I mean, it still consists of like eight words. Well, we just switched his name to Fuji and he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just latched onto the first word I heard that I recognized <laughs> like and just called him that. <laughs> Fuji, okay. It's not that complicated. It's only four kanji. God. I don't even know what one kanji is. Um... So my name, yeah. I'm my idiot. Uh, I, and I'm an idiot. And, uh, I play, <laughs> and I play a less idiotic character, uh, Mr. G, who, uh, and people think that's questionable. Uh, he's an inventor. And, uh, between last session and this session, he did, um, invent something. And, uh, I'd like to, uh, just show you guys what, what he invented. Um, oh, one sec. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> First the recorder, now this. It's a kazoo. <laughs> Wait, you guys want to hear my, my, my Jimi Hendrix cover of, my cover of Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled Banner? Oh, God. I hope you guys it's are so all good. so annoyed right now. Just like Jimmy's in this room with us, guys. I just got chills. The, go- the ghost of Jimmy. The ghost of Jimmy. <laughs> 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 
Don't you have the power to mute him, Mike? <laughs> so, you guys want to know something kind of funny? Now do smoke on the water. <laughs> so, wait, wait, so wait. Mike told me... <laughs> <laughs> all right mike so so mike told me that that he he was getting a kazoo to annoy you guys uh which i thought was really funny last part's inaccurate it was not to annoy you guys it was for your listening pleasure <laughs> so i also well, i have a surprise for you <laughs> fuck i don't know how to play wow you're really bad at playing kazoo <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think one can be good at You're using the, the wrong kazoo. side, Jared. You have to use the big no, side, not, not the little side. You can't blow into it. You have to hum. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. I play the recorder, not the kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, take with your instrument, idiot. <laughs> Guys, I wanna, I just wanna read, I just wanna read a, a little snippet of something that, uh, Jared said to me the other day. He goes, uh, where is it right here? Uh, he goes, one, one moment, one moment. Oh, oh, here it is, here it is. So I sent him my, uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, cover, and I was like, that's totally Jimmy. I'm reinventing the kazoo. I am Jimi Hendrix of the kazoo. And then he goes, pretty sure your instrumentation will be outdone by yours truly. I just want a quick, <laughs> a quick vote here. Who did a better job playing the kazoo? Was it me or Jared? <laughs> Well, Jared's was less loud, so his. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. As my therapist always tells me, um, just shut out the bad. And this is, I just, I went to my happy place and I didn't listen to either. And I'm just going to say that neither was better because it was the kazoo. My therapist Everyone told wins. me that I should deal with like traumatic experiences through expression. Um, and then I asked her if, if, if instruments and music would help me. And she said, yes. So this is actually prescribed. My therapist said I should try online dating. So I'm hoping one of you is a girl. Well, actually, Dylan, speaking of that, <laughs> you want to go ahead and make me that roll now, bud? Oh, that's right. That thing no, that we forgot to do no, last time. No, yep. what's happening? No. <laughs> oh, I'm just also conveniently on the page. Wow. Hold on, let me open Is up the book. I want to see kazoo? which trick I'm actually making. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I wouldn't be punishing Dylan because he didn't play the kazoo. I might have you and Jared <laughs> make me a couple more luck checks tonight. Because I think, that's what, I think that's what he meant. It might happen. Okay, I'm rolling well. <laughs> yep. And I I failed. That's a six out of three. Six out of three? Roll me another <laughs> die, please. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Ten. Oh, cool. So I do believe I roll another die to yes, determine which thing. Please roll me another die. Six. <laughs> cool. No, this is actually... No, I like this. Cool. Seven through nine also would have been fun. I'll get more into it as we go along, but thank you. That's all cleared okay. up. We'll get into it. Wow. This you is guys want to actually mysterious. give me a, a four real recap of what happened last week so we can actually get get to playing now? Oh, okay. Um, fucker, fucking around we here. Went, we went to a town, half the party went to some rocks, and then I picked up liquor. We went to a dock, and a guy fell out of the sky. That's literally the, the most boring way you could do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, though. Well, I I came to for my, my, my uh, drugged-up stupor and realized that... uh. 
my good friend, Monsieur Boots, was dead. And then I, um, uh, I immediately made sure that all my equipment was okay. And then we, we left and we went to a new town. And then I captured a thing that looked like a sandcastle. Did you but forget it was more about alive than a sandcastle. dramatically throwing the tape at Tamara's shop? Oh, I remembered that. I just didn't want to. It was a fail, so I didn't want to, you know, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> See? That's the sound effect I want! <laughs> You're multiplying! <laughs> oh, God. I was no. waiting for the perfect moment. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! Oh, that, that was good. Anyway, what else happened last week, guys? Yeah, fuck your kazoo! I have a goddamn slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, else happened? Johnny and Dennis okay. won some dope ass shiny pieces of metal. That wasn't last week. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, that was two I weeks ago. That, I thought that happened last week, like the the finale, like the cleanup. No, 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 no. You guys had already cleaned up. Because you guys oh. went back and and dealt with Boots' death, and we started there. Oh, that's we right. We went back to the, the hospital funeral, already. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was like one scene before that was the start of last week. No, 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 no. You guys already got your shiny badges. Yeah, we did. But we you guys are probably displaying them a little bit like proudly in front of Mr. G, I would assume. <laughs> I hadn't yeah. even considered that at all. <laughs> you literally said that you wanted to do it. Oh, well, maybe I did. That was last week, me. It was two weeks ago. It was two weeks <laughs> two ago. Week ago me. This that is was when you guys were already me. feeling pranky and spicy with the tic-tac-toe boards. Yeah, the, okay, yeah. yeah. You mean chessboards? Yeah, uh, no, it was tic-tac-toe. Wasn't no, they I? were tic-tac-toe. <laughs> yeah, you guys uh, referred to it as I get what you're doing here. <laughs> yeah, I referred it to... Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have the most medium memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. Is anyone else gonna gonna do anything else? Because something else happened that was pretty stunning. I spent most of the session waiting for something to happen to me, and then my dad showed up after being absent my entire childhood and showed me through a portal. Never did find those cigarettes, though. Yep. That hit. That hit steep. That's it's too real. Oh, uh, too real, it's Mike. Too real, Roy. <laughs> Wait, sorry. I should refer to you as danger. <laughs> he didn't even have any cigarettes. He said he was going to pick me up some as a reward for getting an A on that test. Yeah, in second grade. A purple-haired Japanese boy fell out of the sky, and uh, I don't trust him a bit. Um, He is he is in a Asura. Well, his name oh. is very... I am also 17, surly. so I am a man. I mean... <laughs> All right, squirt, simmer down. <laughs> Bruh, you can be a man, I'll be a bird. Who's also a man. If I, if, wait, fuck. Who also has man hands, but also (laughs) has wings. If I'm a bird, you're a bird. What's the quote? Someone's got to have seen that movie. Are wings technically bird hands? Yes. Or are those their feet, which are claws or talons? Well, I don't know. They're just all around talented. (laughs) Everyone's like, that's too complicated. (laughs) Moving on. You guys overlooked my fantastic bird pun, but all right. Oh, no, no, it was was, was spectacular. (laughs) It was great. This is the validation I need, guys. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Anyone else have anything to add? Or Uh, We have tons of liquor. That's about it. Also scrap metal. Um, You also caught that sacred beast last week. 
I did mention that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what it's did a sandcastle. Did you name it? But it, it's more, I didn't name it yet. Are you, I'm not naming it Sandy. I'm not naming <laughs> it Sandy. It's been like a week. Uh, it hasn't been a week. It's been litter box. <laughs> In honor of my friend Boots, I will call this Fresh Step. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have now officially said your goodbyes to the rest of your party. They said that they're going to remain in communication with you via earpieces that they have given you. So you guys have earpieces now that you can communicate with your team with. It's not like constantly on, so it's not broadcasting all the shit you say, but you poke, you like push a button to activate it in your ear. So do we look like security guards now? <laughs> Does it have like the little cord thing coming down? They're not as noticeable uh. as a security guard <laughs> piece, but they're a thing. They exist. Do you have to push them? Do you have to like put your finger to your ear to make it work? Yep. Cause that's how it works it. in movies. You gotta boop it. <laughs> you gotta boop it. Otherwise, you gotta it boop doesn't... it. Otherwise it doesn't turn on. That's rule one, man. That's true. Pushing buttons is Pushing definitely buttons a weakness. Pushing buttons to turn stuff on is rule one, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's a weakness of someone. Wait, we keep making the button pushing joke. That joke doesn't exist because when it was, I know. I mean, I'm not that even making. Is. I'm not even making that joke. I'm just making a separate button joke. Yes. Now this can be the start of the button joke. Dude, the button joke is like the Pepe Sylvia of Warp Lords podcast. <laughs> there is no Pepe Sylvia! There is no ball pushing joke! Everywhere I go, it's Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia! Everywhere I go, it's like, push the button, push the button, push the button! There is no button! I got buckets full of Pepe! <laughs> oh god. Uh, and he just doesn't know how the, how you spell Pennsylvania. <laughs> Love it. So, you guys have just, uh, you all assisted Mr. G with his hunks of scrap metal and boxes. It's now on a trolley, and you dolly that shit right up the side of the ship. Um, and you guys are now on a much bigger freight liner. Um, it seems to have pulled up into the bay by the time that you all arrived. Um, because you didn't see this when you were at the top of the city before. Uh, this ship is about 850 feet in length on the dock. You'd say probably about an even thousand full end to end. The bottom of the ship, when you're walking up, you see it's like a tan uh, metal. It's got slats in it, and it looks like it's riveted together. Um, they almost look like uh, large scales. Um, the upper half is a light blue. And as you're walking up onto the deck of the ship, Silver's, Silver's like, oh yeah, guys, this is, uh, this ship's modeled after the, uh, the float whale. The, the sacred beast, uh, ferried many people across the seas when all the islands split up. Uh, the creator made them specifically to do that. And now that our technology is a little bit further along and getting more and more advanced thanks to the Cronus region and all the, uh, engineers there, we have this ship here. Mimicking it. Isn't that cool? Um, it's like a, a whale that. It's a big old whale. And it floats. And it floats. Float whale. Float whale. Pretty cool. So you guys head uh, all the way up onto the, uh, all the way up onto the ship. Um, you guys are at the back end of the, uh, of the top floor of the ship. You see a couple staircases that lead down 
Um, and there are attendants that are checking tickets, uh, right up front when you walk in. Uh, they check the four, uh, they check all of your tickets and they say, all right, please follow the attendant there and they will show you to your rooms. I'd like to ask the attendant a question. Okay. Uh, hey, um, do you think there would be like a, an area where someone could, uh, work like a, a workshop or something? I'm, I'm planning on building some <laughs> things with all this, all this metal and whatnot. And he points to the, all the stuff. Yeah. It's dragging behind him. We do. Um, if you head to the front of the ship, there is a small freight elevator that leads down to our work area. There is a, uh, there is a work area. People can practice, um, can, can brew alchemic potions and there's a small, uh, workspace in there that you can, uh, spread out and work if you so choose. Oh, well, thank you. That's very, uh, very convenient. This ticket was well worth the price I paid for it. You didn't spend anything on that, Mr. G. <laughs> the, uh, the he attendant. He does not respond. <laughs> the attendant just kind of looks pretty, uh, pretty straight faced at you. This man's like, he's tall, but slightly chubby. He's blonde with green eyes. And he just kind of looks at you, um, with, like, he kind of peers at you a little bit, um, at the, like, paying comment. He just goes, well, we do, um, we do provide a, a, a good service here, ferrying people across the, uh, across the sea. And we do, uh, make that ride rather comfortable for our guests. That is lovely. I heard that there was, uh, booze on board this ship. Should be a good time. Of course. We have quite a few bars, actually. Um, there's, uh, there's a bar in the restaurant downstairs on the third floor. Um, there's a bar up here. It's the bar that's open the latest on the ship, being above ground. And it extends out into the pool in the front. So if you want to take a dip and get a drink, you can do both at the same time. And just a quick question. Is there like a line behind us as people are like waiting to board the ship? No, there are like, like, there are like four on. attendants. <laughs> Your line no. is like filtered to different attendants as you guys are now holding up okay. this one. I was just imagining there's someone standing behind us just yeah. squinty eyed like. he. Yeah, he is getting like you can see his toes are beginning getting to tap a little bit. And can both of you make me sense checks as he checks your tickets? Uh, yes, that is a pass. Pass? From okay. Johnny. Cool. When he hands it back, he, like, he touches your hand, which you thought was a bit weird. You just think it might be kind of, like, a coincidence? Um, and then he just goes, oh, I'm, I, I'm quite sorry. I'm, I'm just looking at the line to make sure that we can get all the cust- uh, uh, customers on board in time. I apologize. Uh, gentlemen, do you, if you have any more questions, please ask the attendant who will show you to your rooms. Is that all right? Oh, absolutely. That sounds lovely. Oh, uh, wait, don't you mean it's a marvelous idea? <laughs> I was trying to remember my catchphrase. What did you get on your sense check? Did you pass or fail? Oh, I passed. You also noticed him, like, touch Johnny, and, like, you feel like his finger, like, got a little bit close to your hand when he handed the ticket back as well, but you noticed his eyes kind of wandering off. It looked like he he stopped kind of paying attention to you guys. Was it a bad touch? I mean, no. It definitely seemed like an accidental touch. Did he, like, put something on my hand? He just I mean, touched your, my hand. Is that That's it? You look at your hand and you don't see anything on your hand. Is the booze still in my bag? 
I mean, yeah, you still got your boost. We cool. So one out of three seems check. Do I notice the bad touch? I mean, you're walking up. You're walking up at the back of the group, and yeah, you also see him touch his hand, and you're about to hand your ticket to him as well. Did it look like there was any magic going on with the bad touch? You don't see any magical impulse when he touches him. No. When I go to hand my ticket over, I make sure to hold it like by the edge so that there's no chance of him accidentally touching me. Okay. So you uh, you hand him the ticket and he grabs it. He stamps it, marks it, and he hands it back to you. Um, he does not come close to touching your hand at all. I give him the side eye before I uh, follow the rest of the group. He looks at you as you're kind of giving him the side eye. He makes direct eye contact with you and he says, enjoy your stay. I give him a little courteous bow and follow along. Am I getting a weird feeling off this guy? I mean, that whole interaction was definitely a little bit weird. Like, all of you feel a little bit awkward after that. I mean, is there, like, like, could I read into it at all? Like, is there anything I could do to, like, figure out why it's so weird? Like, I don't know why. I mean, we were asking him questions, and all of a sudden it was super weird. Oh, wait a minute. He seemed like he got nervous after he touched Johnny's hand, and then he was, like, looking around, and it seemed like he kind of panicked. Maybe he was flirting with Johnny. You could play it up to, like, some sort of social anxiety at best, or, like, anxiety related to working, but you don't know much more than that. He's an attendant on this ship. You could always go ask him afterwards. In character, I think he was trying to curse us. Out of character, I think he might have been flirting with Johnny. (laughs) I feel like this would be a situation where I would want to... If if it did come across as weird and not like he was just touching my hand, uh, I would detective sense him to see, like, because that's supposed to help with changes, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, like, do you go back? Oh, if if the moment's passed and there's, like, lines and stuff, can I do it from afar? You guys are being shown your rooms by the attendant. You can uh, go okay. back later and try and detective sense eh, the area it. if you want. I feel like we've spent a lot of time on this guy, and he probably just touched <laughs> my hand. <laughs> Like, harmlessly, and you were like, he touched your head. And we are like, what the fuck? Who does that? Like I said, you guys are being kind of ushered away because there are so many people being shown their rooms that, you know, you kind of are, are being f- forced out of here. Probably saw the badge that I'm showing off and was intimidated. Oh, fuck, I could never be that cool. I mean, my pin. <laughs> no, it is a badge, isn't it? It's a badge. Uh. Yeah, half that badge, half pin. Half Finally awesome. got my badge back and remembered that joke from last week that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so you guys are shown your rooms. Uh, you guys are all down on the third floor of rooms. There are four floors of rooms that are here. There's a couple floors in total. There's one room that is a, like, casino and arcade that looks pretty nifty that you're told about. There's one that's a theater that does music and live comedy. Um, there's four floors of rooms, like I said. There's one floor that's dedicated to the restaurant. Um, and then there's a workshop for people who want to do work. On the top floor, once again, you all see that there's a place for battles. There's a big pool. There's a couple of shuffleboard arenas that are on the sides. Um, and then there's the lounge bar 
uh, that's next to the pool that takes up a lot of space. And it looks like there's a couple of small games in there as well. So the rooms are all the same size. All of you guys are put in the rooms next to each other. Are towels folded in the, in the shapes of little animals in it? They are not. No, they are folded, but they actually just kind of <laughs> make like a, um, the luxury cruise ship liners are slacking. It's in this folded world. actually to look like an anchor. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Nice. We get anchors. Anchors away, boys. Ew. So when you guys are ushered down, you are in the second row and then silver is at the top of the third row. And you guys are essentially like in a hallway all around each other. And you all are shown your rooms right in a row. And we have our own rooms. Yep, everybody has their own room. Wow. Hallway party. They spared no expense for us. Spared? What lucky guys. So yeah, um, you go into the rooms. They're fairly simple, but they are pretty nice. They have like a, uh, jacuzzi style tub, a stand in shower. It's a pretty big bathroom. The beds are all king size and like it's a pretty spacious cabin. Good seating room outside of the bed, big TVs. Each room has a little porthole, um, on, if you're on the outside. Uh, unfortunately, you guys did not get outside, uh, windows, but otherwise you would have a view outside. So, essentially, it's like a cruise ship. Yeah, it's, it's a cruise ship, guys. <laughs> Fun fact. But there's no balcony. <laughs> there's a balcony up top. You don't have balconies in your rooms, no. Oh, bummer. Is there any, uh, yeah, reading material sick. in the rooms? Um, there. How to train your dragon? A tutorial. <laughs> uh, there are a couple of like current event articles. One that you see that stands out uh to you. One of them says, "Where have the legendary sacred beasts gone? How can we get them back?" A report by. Oh God, what, what was it? Schmidgen Nifkins. No, I had a I had a, re- <laughs> a a hot take reporter name for this. Uh, that's a good one. I'm not using it, though. <laughs> I'm just expecting some alliteration here. No. I No, I'm sorry. I... Harold Hardboil. <laughs> <laughs> that's a definitely a bald, Harold short Hardboil. reporter. That's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to bring that back at some point. Harold Hardboil. <laughs> Harold Hardboil. <laughs> that's the perfect reporter name. Uh. It's also not Harold Hard Hardwell, but I do enjoy that one. How about Jackie Craft? Um, well, I was uh her first name is Mona. I forget her last name. I, I wrote it down Lisa? somewhere, but I lost it. No. Mona Lots. <laughs> Mona Lots. <laughs> oh god, no, I like that too much. We're going with that one. I can't remember Mona the last Lots. one, so that's what it's become. No. By Mona Lots. <laughs> uh. <laughs> she has the best parents ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a child, Mona Lots, my beautiful baby, Mona. Lots. It's just too dumb and funny for me to not just go with it, as silly as it is. Unfortunately, it's what I get for losing my notes. So, oh, not it's misogynistic all at all. Yeah, not terrible. I mean, it could have been Harold Hardboil. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's just say Harold Hardboil here. Maybe I'll stick Harold it in. Hardboil does not have any sort of romantic <laughs> interaction with Mona It's Mono like the Lots. exact opposite. <laughs> it's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's dry. The only romance in his life is with a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> hey, though. Hey, man, that's my I thing. I feel like he'd be a vodka drinker, to be honest. 
theory crafting with us. So yeah, article by M. Lotz. Basically, uh, the article summarizes <laughs> that the weather has been changing in the regions to the south, and it's become a, a lot more sporadic. With the disappearance of the legendary sacred beasts, weather have become out of balance. Um, people are trying to find out where they have gone, and this article highlights a professor known as Professor Horace Hemlock, a Dullahan from the Cronus region, um, who is trying to lead charges to find the abandoned temples to see if he can find the sacred beasts. Clearly fake news. Yeah, clearly fake news. <laughs> I'm going to struggle to not laugh every time you say her name. Emma Lotz is a there. pretty good cover-up. Yeah. I know, but I knew what it meant, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance. I'm going to laugh every time. It's okay, because I'm also going to laugh every time. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. <laughs> Apparently, Horace Hemlock has found a couple of shrines that were uh, destroyed and he brought it to the attention uh, to something called the Isle of the Elites, something that you have never heard before, Sammy. Um, you're all also still trying to get like super used to being in this world and everything is just super different. So it's a little bit weird. You're, you're starting to learn a little bit more about the world you're in just by reading this as well. And that's why I'm reading it. I'm going to read every bit of material I can get my hands on to try to get up to speed. And then I think I'll go check out the uh, battle area. Cool. Great. We have a fucking nerd in the party. Ugh. Make me an intelligence check. Who are you talking to? Dylan. Dylan. That is a four out of three. Wow. I thought you were a smart boy. I wanted to be extra good at magic, so I am... So you became an idiot. <laughs> so Johnny is I smarter mean, than you. He's, he's, he's three times smarter than Boots is, so... I mean, it's true. I'm very happy to have not a one intelligence character in this party. It's great. Holy shit. Is Johnny actually... Wait, what's... What's G's intelligence? It's eight. You're not even close. Okay. <laughs> not even I was gonna say, how is Johnny the smartest in the... He's the second smartest... I have balanced stats, though. Everything but my magic is a three. You don't really learn too much about typings, but you get a general understanding. You think your rules of magic apply in this world, Dylan, um, and you start to understand a little bit more about the Sacred Beasts is what you get out of the articles that you end up reading. The main bit of information and the most time you spend is learning about this uh, this guy who's trying to find these legendary sacred beasts, and you see a couple of different um, different kind of like older style pictures. Uh, think think like cave painting equivalent pictures of these like huge colossal beasts and what they could possibly look like. Some of them are just wild and like outlandish. It looks very much like a, a cartoon that you would see in your world someone making something funny. But then some of them look like they were probably legit. Hmm. Like, you see one that looks like... You see, uh, you actually see a picture of what the creator is supposed to look like, and it looks like this giant, like, 50-foot-tall horse um, that has... It's covered in these, like, gold spikes, and it has this, like, wavy, flowing thing behind it. Um, and it's made out of pure light itself from the drawing. Another one that you see looks like a, it looks kind of like the thing you're on now, but slightly different. It looks like an orca whale, but with like these giant 
fins that come out and they have these carvings on them, these like magic circle and runes almost. And this thing is like huge and you just see like an ocean forming around it. And that one kind of sticks out in your head a lot. And that's one of the ones that looks less cartoony to you. Those two really, really stand out. And you think that maybe there's something behind those. Fascinating. So, uh, Mr. G, after you are brought to uh, your room, you basically head back to the top deck, and there's a, there's an elevator uh, up past the pool where you can head straight down to the work area. That's the only way that you can get to the work area because people oftentimes have to take like a freight elevator down to bring work materials down there. Yeah, G would just take all of his materials and head right to the uh right to the spot. Yeah. Cool. The the area that you're in is like a lot bigger than they were describing it. You're in a workspace that's like just an open floor. It's like an airplane hangar down here. The ceiling isn't super big. The ceiling's probably like 15 feet at most. You'd have to wager, but like length of like an airplane carrier, it goes like the whole length of the ship. You see a bunch of different workstations for like alchemical potions, different tables where you bring stuff up and dissect on it. You see different uh, areas where people are working on some stuff, like welding some stuff together, working with wrenches, trying to make their own stuff. You see a couple people here. Oh, right on. I mean, do I see any, um, do I see any tools? Like, is there anything better? I have my, my, like, um, I have my portable tool set with me, but I'm wondering if there's maybe, like, better welding materials, spanners, some, stuff like there's that. There's some higher available. grade, bigger, bigger work tools here. You, you cool. can stand to use some of the materials that they have. They just are limited and you have to share with everyone else that's here, is the thing. Yeah, so G, Last uh last session I was saying G um had a uh, spark of inspiration and now has an ability to understand how things work just by touching them. Mm-hmm. And he has a plan that he would like to figure out how he can utilize the capture sphere's ability to turn physical things into energy and store them. Mm-hmm. So he is going to try to take that property with, he has seven capture spheres right now. He's going to try to take that property, um, and transfer it over to his backpack, like retrofit that technology over to his backpack and try to be able to hold a bunch of things in the backpack. Okay. With a less, with less weight and with less restrictions of, uh, physical dimensions. Okay. Cool. Make me an intelligence check, please. Cause this is something that hasn't been, uh, invented and worked around before. Uh, yeah, just make me a check. Let me know what you get. Yeah, I got two of eight. Two out of eight. Cool. How many capture spheres do you use at, at the beginning? Out of curiosity, do you just, oh, I'm just basically, so basically G's approach is to take the metal box that all of his parts are in and try to turn that into something before he starts modifying his backpack, which is quite precious to him. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, so you're gonna try and stick it onto, onto the exterior of the box and see if you can get something to store itself inside of the box, but smaller. Basically just be able to fit more than the physical dimensions that box can fit. And also, um, I wanna be able to use, I wanna use whatever materials I have available to me, not just the capture spheres. And, um, I rolled for, uh, I rolled for improvised build and got a six out of twelve. Six out of twelve. Cool. Thank you. Um, 
great. So it starts to take you some time because you actually just break down the capture spheres is the first way that you go about it. So you take the, you take the couple of mirrors that are off and it comes out and it like takes up a surprising little bit. Um, but it looks like there's a stack of about eight mirrors in each kind of lens that you see in the, around the capture sphere inside of it. So you pull those out. You see that they're attached. Uh, there is some, there is some wiring that's covered in runes. Want to make me an intelligence check real quick on runes? Uh, is this a knowledge check? It's a knowledge check. Yes. All right. My best roll was a one out of eight. One out of eight. Cool. So you see the, uh, you see the ride ho rune. So it's the travel rune. So basically it's using the lens to to disperse the energy and it shrinks it down and then it dissolves it essentially into runes and the runes seem to be breaking it down and turning it into the element because you see along the along the side you see different like all the different elements of the sacred beasts that are also laid on this wire there's 16 of these pieces per capture sphere it takes you like a good bit of time to get all of these separated and out of there now you just try and like attach them to the box to see if it'll just like filter it right through. And it looks like you can definitely attach it. No problem. And get it to kind of like plug in and kind of work, but it doesn't seem to break down the matter just yet. It seems to work with anything that has an elemental nature to it, but anything that's like physical is having a hard time being broken down. So it takes you a little bit of time to like go through all of your stuff, adjust your notes and test a couple of things. But I'll say that like getting this to work will take probably your whole time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to get the, the box as like a proof of concept. Yeah. Like you get, you get to the box. Um, you definitely get them attached in a way that will work and you'll be able to touch stuff. It's just getting the, the adjustments made to getting it so it's going to actually accept other types of matter into it. So that takes you a little bit of time. I'll use, yeah, I'll use all the parts I have available to try to get that to happen. And then after I can figure out it, what you're saying is though, eventually I do get it to work, right? So yeah, then then as soon as that works in the box, then he'd start retrofitting the backpack and just taking that and just modifying that to the dimensions of his backpack. Um, so I'll come back to you as like we progress through the night, just kind of as totally. you're working to give you like updates on shit and tell you exactly what starts happening. I got a very important question. Yeah, I have a less important answer. What are they using? Are these people using like safety equipment? They're like welding and shit. I mean, you're not here. I know, but I just need to know. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody here is taking their proper precautions. Like, I mean, safety is literally, like, the most important thing. That's what they say with these things. I mean, yeah. Safety first. G's wearing, G's wearing his goggles, and he's wearing his um, shock-resistant, cut-resistant gloves. Okay. While he's See, doing now I this. feel much better yeah. about this. Because I was just concerned that you're going to hurt yourself. Oh no, G's getting into it, man. He took the vest off and everything. He's just like, he's just into it. I know that the laws in this, in this world are pretty lax, but, uh, <laughs> safety. <laughs> Sorry. Safety is key. Yeah. <laughs> it was important, I swear. <laughs> no, everybody is taking proper safety precautions. You're That's all good. Set. No worries. Okay. 
for those at home, you can just rest assured that no workplace injuries will occur. <laughs> no lawsuits on this ship. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the ship has really done a good job of providing a bunch of different entertainment and areas that can uh, entertain many a different folks and taking the proper precautions Running to make a tight sure ship. that those can, can go off without a hitch. No Titanic <laughs> here, folks. <laughs> Uh-oh. There was a weird silence there. Leading me to believe that it is a Titanic-type situation. <laughs> it's the SSN. God. Yeah, God. That's the sound effect as we go down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Dylan, you read into the late afternoon. Uh, you kind of sit down into your room and just immediately you are sucked up into the magazines that are provided for you. You miss the boat being sent off. All of the people are shown to their rooms, everybody unpacks, and then you hear like a bunch of horns and you guys all take off. Johnny and, uh, Johnny and Dennis, what do you yes, guys sir. spend your first couple hours doing? Uh, we just kind of jumped first. right into everybody doing stuff, so. Yeah. yeah. I've got a thing, but you can go first if you're ready. Uh, no, go for it. Go for it. So Kenny is also here, correct? Yep, Kenny's also here. I feel like I've said that so many times, but yep. I'd like to reiterate <laughs> he's my boy. So uh yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a perimeter here. We gotta check everything out, make sure this uh ship is up to par. So we kind of are just walking around, you know, I've got my notebook out taking notes on suspicious individuals. Yeah. Sure. Looking for, you know, potential safety violations. Suspicions. So <laughs> I'm gonna have you make me a couple things here. Yeah. Make me a sense check. Make me a luck check, please. Uh, the sense is a pass, and I would be very shocked if the luck was... Yeah, fail on the luck. No, no surprise there. Okay. But yeah, five out of... Oh, that's actually uh, blackjack, because I'm not detective sensing, so... Blackjack on the sense. Blackjack fail on your on sense the check? Yeah. You're still weirded out, so you go back around... You go back to basically the end of the ship, back to where that guy was... You see that he's talking with a gigantic orc and they, they have some words and he points down the direction. He pats the guy on the shoulder and then he gets kind of a little bit like weird again when he touches someone. And then the orc kind of gruffs and walks off. Is he racist? <laughs> Is he racist, dude? Does he like accidentally touch like Tango and like, <laughs> that is your first thought. Absolutely. <laughs> that is my first thought. As a Tengu, you have definitely been discriminated enough in your uh, own heyday. People kind of cut it out after they figured out who you were and what family you belonged to. I am the law. <laughs> you are the law. But you definitely um have seen your fair share of like discrimination, and you don't like it. Not one bit. Mm. Either that or this guy just, for some reason, has a weird thing about touching people. But I think it's racism. <laughs> gonna have to, gonna have to keep an eye on him and see what happens. Yeah. He, he turns around. Are you like just standing there? Do you go up to him? What are you, what are you doing? I'm you being to discreet, hide? man. I'm not trying to hide, but I'm, you know, I mean, I was just investigating him from afar. This is a big boat. It is a big boat. Yeah. More or less, you're hiding around a corner. Can you make me an agility check, at, like, just to see if you're, like, more around the corner from afar? Just uh, curious. One out of six. One out of six? Pass. 
you manage to stay hidden. He kind of like turns over his shoulder and he looks around and he then goes about his business. He goes back. He actually walks towards you and he walks around and he starts heading down past you. And you're, you and Kenny are just kind of standing there, um, just chilling, not trying to be conspicuous, but he comes, he comes and he passes by you. As I notice he's starting to go this way, uh, probably the, you know, shouldn't hide. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk out and smile at the guy, like, oh, good tips there on the, uh, bar locations. Thanks for that. And then I tap him on the shoulder. Oh, yes. Um, you're, yeah, you're, ve- you're very, you're very welcome. Yeah. So it's just like a friendly, friendly pat on the shoulder. He doesn't respond when you touch him. Interesting. Anyway, so, you know, just mind my own. Can I help you find anything else on the ship? No, no, no. I just wanted to uh, thank you. Just happened to run into you here. I was just making my way around, getting my bearings on this big old ship. It does take quite some time. It, it took me a good month to get used to this ship. Yeah, she's a beaut. I do have to make my rounds. Oh, also, I'm sorry I got a little bit snippy earlier. I'm sorry if that was weird. Um, I, I have a bad anxiety problem. I'll be completely honest with you. Ah. Oh, you mean like when you, when you touched my hand and you got weird. Anxiety. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, you did notice it. Okay. I, ah. um, <laughs> I looked, I, I looked up and I, I, I saw the line and it, 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 I definitely started to spiral a bit. Uh, make me a sense. Work can be hard sometimes. Uh, two out of five. Two out of five? Can you make me an opposed roll, please? Uh, what is the stat? Sense. Okay. And is it, is this just dice or am I adding the number? Just dice. Yep, just dice. Uh, eight. Okay. Cool. Thank you. So, uh, he goes back. Yes, uh, uh, sorry, that line started to freak me out, so I'm sorry that I kind of had to push you away i i I feel like you had more questions so if you need anything else during your stay um my name is matisse hey matisse i don't want to give you more anxiety by keeping you from your work so uh i'll just be on my way thank you i appreciate it and your name is uh you can just call me mr law all right mr law i will do that um enjoy the rest of your stay and please don't hesitate to uh ask me anything if you see me and need anything Thank you. Thank you. And he passes by. Yeah, he walks away and he walks towards the bar. And by the time that he gets down to the bar, you see that he turns back to look at you while you and Kenny are still kind of standing there staring down at him. And then he uh, <laughs> shuffles away towards the pool. Uh, so I just write down, you know, I've got like this page, suspicious characters, Matisse, <laughs> uh, possible racist, question mark. Anxiety disorder. <laughs> uh, health risk. <laughs> you know, those are the things that I write, write down. <laughs> you are a little bit distracted at this time as well, cause you guys, you guys as in you and Kenny, hear the sounds of battle. Directly behind where you are, uh, is a little bit of a raised platform and you see a bunch of people standing on top of it and you hear the sound of people, uh, getting ready to do some sacred beast fights you uh at this point see silver is also getting in line and he's kind of jumping up and down i was about to say you know i guess i know where silver's gonna be yeah you look over and silver's there jumping in line and he takes a second and he looks over at at you and he goes 
Hey, Johnny, Kenny, how's it going, guys? Oh, hey there, Silver. Going well. We're uh, currently uh, doing a bit of bit of our own business here, but uh, I assume you'll probably be here a fair amount, huh? Yeah. You know me. I gotta yeah. get stronger. Big time. I gotta protect you guys, after all. That sounds like a marvelous idea. <laughs> keep keep working on that. Um, I'll I'll see you around, Silver. Oh, uh, John, have a, have fun. Wait, no, Johnny, come here. Oh yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Are you doing like, are you doing like mission stuff? Like, do you need my help? Ah, oh, no, Silver. Okay. You right. you do you keep doing this. Uh, though. Hey, if anything comes up, though, please keep me in the loop. Let me know. You know, don't worry about it. I'll let you know if anything comes up. Yeah, you uh, sick, stay man. true to the course here. You know, become it. the very best, Silver. Like no one ever was. That's what they all say. I feel like I've heard that somewhere <laughs> before. Um, yeah, they all anyway. say it. Everybody says it. <laughs> That's what everyone says. <laughs> Everybody here. says yeah. it. They all are going to be <laughs> the Everyone's best. Everyone's going to try and be the best. That's like the thing. Yeah. Know, the funny thing is, no one ever. Was. Yeah, exactly. Nobody here is the best. That's the thing. Because <laughs> it's funny. They're like, like no one ever was, and they're like, yeah, no one ever was. No one. Ever no was. one ever I mean, will well, be. I mean. <laughs> nobody's ever topped the best nobody's ever topped the first trainer and i don't i don't think anybody ever will he was a pioneer he was special nobody's ever been like him <laughs> oh is this him talking yeah that's oh, why i'm fuck. doing my voice sorry. for silver right now. <laughs> i know so my sorry. voices aren't all that great and all but yeah no this no is no still it's, that great. One. <laughs> it's great it's great so who did he just say was the best that no one ever was? Um, his name's he's uh, name? Cassius Redborn. He was the first trainer. Oh, the first one was the best? Weird thought. All downhill from here. Yeah. You would imagine there would have been some advancements. In, uh, but hey, <laughs> you know, you you keep trying, Silver. I believe in you. That's why I named Kenny's, uh, Kenny's Sacred Beast after you. Silver Rock. Anyway, I don't I don't want to distract you here, and I, I do have a bit of business to attend to, so Kenny and I will be I'm on our to, way. I'm sorry to keep you from your business, but keep me in the loop if anything comes up. I'll be here. Oh, of course. Just got to make sure that we have a safe perimeter. Dinner's in a couple of hours, so I'll probably take a break then and uh, meet you down there uh, in, let's say, like three hours. Get some you dinner. got it. You are a growing young man, so I am. I definitely. am growing. I do also like food. Indeed. Anyway, Silver, you, you, uh, I will see you in a few hours. And then we, we walk away. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> and then so he goes long. back to jumping in place and he moves up the line. He's now like almost at the top of the stairs. He's fucking stoked. Wait, so he walked up the stairs? Yeah, there's, there's like a little staircase that goes. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. He moves up the staircase slightly. Can I get like half a one? Because he's still in love. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. No, we, we don't no. do that here. That's him waiting. We don't do that here. Uh, what what do you do now, Johnny? Johnny and Kenny are walking around. We're you know just getting a general feel. So we're you know making a mental map of the area, like what's where. You know, are there any racists on the ship? You know, stuff like that. There's definitely some gruff-looking characters on this ship. There's definitely a lot of strong-looking trainers on the ship. Um, Any safety violations? 
once again, man, like the only <laughs> the only thing that's questionable in your eyes is the slide that goes a little bit off the side of the cruise ship. You think that's a little bit fucky? But past that, that's really about everything it. else is above board. Everything else is up to the law standard it's, of cruise. It's in uh, it's, it's in ship shape. Yeah, I would say it is in ship shape. I I have a question. What does it sound like when someone slides down the slide? It sounds like a lot of splashing. It seems like a water slide. And uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. It doesn't at all sound like a kazoo. Fun fact. You know, it's funny. I was, I was mostly saving this for like, if someone fell to their death or something like that. Or like, if, if you introduced a character and they were like, someone was like, hey, what's she look like? And you were like, oh, she's really hot. Then I'd be like, you know, something like that. I just, I had, I knew that there would be a ton of appropriate times to introduce the slide with. It's <laughs> <laughs> making, making our way around the ship, checking different areas and nothing in specific unless there are things that we find. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you guys kind of wander the ship. Um, the pool seems pretty nice. Kenny definitely seems like he wants to take a quick swim. Well, we can take a fiver. It's a quick little, quick little break. Quick, we are hard yeah, working like now. Quick little dip, man. Is that yeah. cool? Uh, I mean, you know, any I way you swimming, want it. <laughs> any way you want it. Ah, that's I get what it. we say. Yep, that's what we do. Uh, so Kenny goes into the pool and like, very very excited uh this whole time he's not wearing his normal duster or like police get up right now he's wearing like a very much uh tommy bahama style silk t-shirt uh with like a bunch of pineapples <laughs> oh, and dog God. bones on it is he wearing shorts yeah he's uh like he's <laughs> oh, wearing God. he's wearing shorts that shorts. also kind of match different like a little bit different in pattern and color but like similar similar style is it baggy shorts? fitting, or does he look like he just popped out of, like, an Urban Outfitters? I mean, like, it works. I wouldn't say it's, like, I wouldn't say it's the most clashy thing possible, for uh. sure. Well, no, they're not in London. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, like, he takes it off, and, like, the shorts, like, the it, it's definitely, like, a bathing suit. It's, it's for does sure. Does he have a hole in the shorts where, where his tail goes through? Yep, absolutely there. Relevant is. questions, guys. <laughs> I was going to specify that, like, right at the end of it, but yes. That's uh, yes, that is exactly what happens. Uh, he goes and he splashes about, doggy paddles across, starts kind of like, he realizes he can stand on the bottom and he just kind of stands there. You see his tail wagging underwater, creating some waves. He, uh, looks pretty stoked to hang out there for a moment. As you're kind of walk, uh, like chilling there for a moment, you just kind of sit down, get a drink uh, by the pool. I assume. Yeah, I assume that that one of the one of the three or so bars. Well, there's one bar on the top floor here. The bar itself is two sided. It goes up to the pool, so you can go to the pool side, and it goes inside the pavilion. So there's like a closed off area. So it's like semi inside glass walls, booths, bigger tables, stuff like that. And that bar's inside, but it's, it's really one big one. It just has two areas to it. So he's gonna, he's gonna walk up to the, uh, the, the barkeeper, the bartender, shopkeeper, uh, and, uh, he's gonna order, he's gonna order a drink. What are you drinking today there, friend? Uh, uh, something festive. I don't know. What, what would you suggest, my friend? Well, what about a, uh, 
What about uh, you feeling? You How about feeling... something slushy, something fruity? I don't know. Yeah, something I'm fruity weird. sounds good. Here. How about this? He cuts up a couple of fruits that look super interesting to you. Uh, one of them looks like a giant, like, like a giant orange. Think like if um, it was like. I'm trying to think of the best like. Wait, size. is it like that in Z's and Z's and Sorry bit where like uh, who's the rapper that or is it no? It's, Are you thinking yeah. about the Parks and Rec thing where he names fruits after rappers or like plants after rappers? No, no, no. It's in it's in an Anzari thing, and it's somebody who goes, "Damn, that's a big orange. <laughs> it's a great fruit." Who was it? That was, was it? Fifty Cent thinking 50 that when cent. he ordered grapefruit soda, he was gonna get a grape soda. So Aziz Ansari is like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up!" A grown man is about to figure out what a grapefruit is. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> and he's walking uh, to the grocery store. He's like, "Damn, that's a big orange." That's a big also, orange. what's up with those oranges? <laughs> can I uh, can I retcon something small here? I mean, I guess. So I really, really liked your idea of having uh, Kenny dressed down for the occasion. So I'd like to say that when we went to the room, Johnny also is is dressed similarly, and we look like two retired Miami cops. Dude, wait, <laughs> Magnum PI? Are you invoking Magnum PI right now? I mean, Kenny Something already like invoked that. Magnum PI. He did yeah, it. Yeah. So first. basically, now he's got the fruity drink in his hand. Yeah. So um. When they open up that, it's probably like a basketball sized orange, but when they open it up, it's like yellow and they can open the fruit and it kind of comes apart. So it looks like a hybrid of like a very, very juicy orange, but also with a pineapple on the inside. Um, he blends that up a couple of, he, he opens up a couple of like kiwis. Kiwis look very much the same as the kiwi that you would know which you find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of other small citrus things. And then he opens up a coconut, big old coconut. And coconut also looks the same. Blends it all so together and he pours a fuck ton of clear alcohol in there. <laughs> so you see, think some kind of rum and maybe some kind of vodka and then some kind of like schnapsy liquor that smells super enticing and super nice. Mixes all that together, gives it to you. One of those big orange pineapple hybrid slices right on the end. Straw. Cherry with a sword in it, whole nine yards, foamy at the top. It looks like a fucking beautiful, like, pink and orange sunset. It's fantastic. Perfect. Does this work for you, bud? Vacation spirit, am I right? That looks lovely. What are uh, we drinking there, are... to tonight, my man? What brings you on the on the cruise line? Um, How many people are around us? There are a total of 14 people around here. There's like three people behind the bar at the moment. Uh, this guy with his like dark hair, tan skin, um, he's wearing a shirt that looks similar to you. And then he's wearing like very light khaki shorts, almost white shorts and sandals. There's like four other people at the bar that's out of the pool. And there's like two at the, uh, there's like two in the pool bar that's right next to you. So no one overtly like paying attention to yeah, you. Yeah, no one's really paying up. attention to you. People are just kind of yeah. up here getting drinks and then going back to their seats. Well, Mr. Barkeep, I uh, you know, we're we're traveling, you know, to the what is the city that we're going to again? You guys are going to to Krona's Canals is the city that ah. you're traveling to. Well, we're headed to Cronus Canals. Uh on the way here, I'm I'm doing a bit of security, just blending in. Speaking of which, have you seen any uh, suspicious characters aboard? You always got to ask the barkeeper for 
stuff like that classic rpg thing I always see some suspicious characters on these on these kind of things, but anyone who's a, a dedicated sacred beast trainer and comes on this cruise liner, they're they're a little bit uh, messed in the head, if I do say my, so myself. Ah, I love the uh, I love the simple life here at the bar, man. That that whole uh, battling thing is just not for me. Ah, uh, uh, you and me both, brother. You know what I also like besides the simple lifestyle? It's money. Ha! <laughs> he like whispers it to funny. You. Yeah, so basically he goes to pay for the drink, thinking that that's what he was intending. <laughs> He's like, of course, I'm going to pay you there, my friend. And then basically he, how much, how much is the drink here? Uh, it's like, it's like 10 credits. Uh, so he hands him, uh, 10 credits. And then after that, he slides him an additional 50 credits. Oh, nice. Solid. Oh, All thank right. you. This is a very special drink. I've never had one like this before. Good. I'll show you my secret if you meet me in about 15 minutes at the other end of the ship when I'm off my, uh, off, off the clock. Ah, I would, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> thank you so much. I would love to learn these drink secrets because I, I, if I do say so myself, I am a very, very aggressive alcoholic. I mean, my man, you, <laughs> wow. you just, you invoke the vibe that I live by, man. I feel your spirit, and I'll show you all my secrets. (laughs) So there's awkward sexual tension here, too, right? Why do you guys always read awkward sexual tension everywhere? Because everybody on this boat is sexually soliciting Johnny. Everybody on this boat is just trying to It is kind of funny to imagine him, like, wearing, like, shorts and a, you know, (laughs) fucking flower-printed shirt, probably because he is... Does he have bird legs? Like, yeah, dude, you have is really, that what they really <laughs> skinny legs, like no joke. Fucking like Mordecai or something. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Anyway, people just can't say no. He's got some. He's got the aviator sunglasses on. I don't know how that works with a beak, but let's just fucking not question it. Anyway, so he uh, he goes back to to Kenny in the pool and just tells him. Uh, in about fifteen or so minutes, we gotta we gotta make our way to the other side of the ship. Oh, gotta meet with someone. (laughs) Yeah, just enough time to get a little splash on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get it. Mm, Cool, indeed. Sick. (laughs) I'm gonna finish this drink in the pool, and uh, then we'll uh we'll head over. Cool. Uh, also, I would like to add that I'm wearing flip flops. Oh, good. Perfect. (laughs) How the fuck does that work with talons? (laughs) Hey, man. <laughs> He's got fucking flip flops. It's They're funny just, to like, think circles. that Johnny and Kenny like had these in, like in their bags, just waiting yeah, they, for this they, occasion. There's foresight on their parts. There, yeah. Cops always carry these around, just waiting for retirement. <laughs> so, 15 minutes passes. You end up running over there, and you meet him at the top of the ship. Oh, thanks, thanks for meeting here, man. So, uh, you wanted to, uh, you wanted to look into suspicious characters. You were saying. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a security type folk, and I just figured I'd make sure everything, everything's on board here, make sure everyone's safe. Um, that, uh, that guy Matisse, this is the first time that he's joined our, uh, this is his first voyage on the crew, and he's, he gives me weird vibes being around him, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like when he touches your hand and then cringes back? Yeah! He told me he had an anxiety disorder, but I kind of think he might just be a racist. Ah. <laughs> I can't attest to that. 
I've seen him hanging around with uh, an orc like a lot since we took off. Ah, I saw that character yeah, as that well. Yeah, that orc is huge too. That guy scares me, man. Plus, like he only likes dark, dark ales. <laughs> Not living the island vibe, <laughs> relaxation at all. I, yeah, I. That's uh, to be fair. I also judge people based off what they drink. Good. Yeah. No. See. Yeah. What's your name, man? Ah, uh, my. You can just call me Johnny. Johnny La. Johnny, nice to meet you. I'm a uh... Harold Hardboil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was about to say I was about to say a name and then blanked halfway through saying it. I apologize. I'm very tired. Harold Hardboil, worst bartender name ever. Worst bartender name. Um, his name's <laughs> Billy. This is Billy the bartender. Billy bartender. Billy the bartender. <laughs> yes. Ah, easy to remember. I I appreciate a good good name. <laughs> Does he say that? Me too. <laughs> I super appreciate having a name too, man. <laughs> Not like those people who don't have names, you know? Let me elaborate. I just met some guy who fell out of the sky yesterday with purple hair and his name's like Fuji Shwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwishwish
Let me see how bad Lovely. it is. Oh my god, he does perfect finger guns. He blackjack <laughs> <First> his style. <laughs> First try. This you know this there's something special about Billy the bartender. Guy just gets it. Johnny like shoots back like he was fired at Oh, you gotta put that thing away. Dangerous. Uh, Man, yeah. the dad jokes are so heavy right now. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. <laughs> bro, 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 let's get off this ship, bro. The only ship we need is our friendship. <laughs> perfect um well i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh get some get some dinner um but like i said johnny if uh if i see anything else i'll i'll let you know okay appreciate you yeah you got it so i'll say that kind of takes up your first couple of hours at this point like it's probably i'll say at this point for you it's probably like about four where i left off with everyone else so i'll come back to you in a minute so graham what's uh what's dennis getting up to uh well I didn't want to intrude on the weird sexual tension but <laughs> I was I was also planning on going to the bar and trying to find the awesome drink that was made for me at the other town. Okay. <laughs> Bringing it back. You kind of described the flavor to it. Do I remember Make the me name an intelligence or check. no? Although I would the name probably doesn't mean anything elsewhere, right? You're not 100%. If you pass your intelligence check, you can try and recreate it. Uh that's a 3 out of 5. 3 out of 5. Yeah, you remember the contents of the drink. You go up and you give it to the bartender. Um, this girl's tan. She's wearing uh, she's wearing like a floral print shirt. She's wearing a necklace made of flowers, uh, and she's wearing like a skirt that looks like it's also made with flowers. She has a sacred beast next to her that's also uh, just a giant. It looks like a giant flower, and when it uh, it oh. kind of like bobs and moves, and it looks like a big red flower that's standing next to her. And she, uh, she basically listens to you and she goes, Oh, all right then. That drink will be pretty easy to recreate. Give me just a moment. Um, you no see problem. her crack a coconut and she <sighs> siphons, uh, the coconut juice out of it. Um, she cuts up a couple of different fruits. Um, and she, it takes her a minute, but she gets it like pretty spot on based on what you told her. So same deal. It had that beautiful layering effect with a little bit of like frothy bit to the top, some fruit slices on the side, uh, an umbrella, and then a cherry with a, a sword as well. Shit, yeah. I should also note that I I should note I have not changed. I'm still wearing my stuffy suit, and I'm not going to change down. Okay, good. <laughs> so you get your drink, and you're sitting by the bar, and the sea breeze just kind of like hits you just nice. You're sitting on the deck as takes off so you're sitting down and suddenly a rush of air like a very like nice steady breeze hits you you smell the saltiness of the air and you hear like the fog horn you see some steam billow away and you guys thrust off the dock and you begin your journey oh i should also note that bug is out okay cool yeah Bug's, bug is super <laughs> super excited um they actually give bug a drink as well I hope this oh. is okay. It's to refresh your, um, to refresh his vitals. Uh, sure. Yeah, I didn't even think to do that. Oh my god. Oh, um, yes. Please make sure your sacred beasts do hydrate. Oh, I just meant didn't. <laughs> I have never given him a drink and I never will. I just meant in this instance, I didn't think to get him something at the bar. Oh, yeah. Well, like he's, uh. he's given what looks like some sort of like coconut water with some kind of juice in there. Um, and a little bit of like water on top of it. And he like tries to grab it with the sides at first <laughs> and, and quickly stops. 
Uh, can, can I get a special straw, please? Oh, yes, here. Uh, very long straw is given for Bug, and Bug, like, <laughs> sheepishly puts his sides down by his side and, like, leans into the bar and drinks out of the straw. <laughs> and then he comes back and he kind of, like, smacks his buggy lips, um, and he, uh, he seems pretty happy. And once Sweet. again, Breeze hits you guys and you guys are, are set in sail. Uh, make me a sense check as you're just kind of chilling here. Okay. Uh, that's a blackjack. Three out of three. Blackjack. So you're kind of standing there and a woman comes up next to you two at the bar. Uh huh. And she's wearing this like long black flowing dress. It's got like black ruffles on the back of it. She's got long blonde hair. Goes down probably to her knees. Super, Mm -hmm. super long. Um, and she has, like, striking blue eyes. When she walks up, you notice that Bug kind of, like, stiffens up a bit and, like, looks a little bit more rigid. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even... No, that's exactly one. what he intended. I really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, you doubted the slide whistle. Uh, the slide whistle was the best call. I'll keep the doing it until one. it stops being funny. So, might be a little while. And you just feel like an overwhelming sense of power. And behind her, you see a beast that is equally intimidating. Okay. It looks like a shark. Oh. But it stands on two legs that are covered in spikes. It's got like uh, scythe-shaped fins that come off of its side. And it's got like an orange star on its head it honestly looks like a hammerhead shark that is standing next to you and it's got like long pincers for hands it's fucking intimidating uh yeah yeah i don't i don't like that she looks down at you oh um sorry i hope i i I hope i didn't get too close to to you i just wanted to get a drink it's so hard to get into this bar after all hey by all means i can tell that your sacred beast uh, cares for you quite a lot, but he still seems a bit unsure. Uh, unsure of what? Uh, it just seems like your relationship is new, but he trusts you quite a great deal. I mean, that would make sense. I've been here for about a day, two oh. days. <laughs> An off-worlder? Huh. In a manner of speaking, yeah. You wouldn't happen to be the ones that Bonsai spoke of. How trustworthy does she look? Am I getting any feeling? Make me an intelligence check first. Okay. That's a blackjack. Five out of five. Perfect. You remember that Bonsai said that he reported uh, your presence and everything that had happened to the Isle of the Elites. He hasn't really mentioned that he told anyone else about you being here. So you can probably hold the fact that this person knows information from Bonsai with some sort of weight. Okay. So you can make an assumption based on that. Sure. She comes down and she kind of whispers it to you, um, but she's not trying to be, uh, she's not trying to be shady about it or anything. She's just talking quietly. Just, okay. Uh, you must be part of the Isle of the Elites. I think that's what Bonsai called it. Uh, yes, yes. Um, I am actually the champion. I'm taking a, a, a brief momentary um, respite from my, my position, but 
I definitely wanted to <laughs> explore. I'm thrilled that you're staying to help us with this. I don't know what we would do without you all. Well, that's that's much appreciated. Thank you. My name is Kalia. If you need anything while you're on this ship, please do let me know. Uh, Dennis, and thank you. You're very welcome, Dennis. Oh, Barkeep, can I please get uh can I please get the red? And she points to uh one of the wine bottles on on the rack uh of the bar and uh-huh. she is handed a red wine and they bow to her when she has served the red wine. It seems like people pretty much oh. do kind of j- know who she is. Well, at least your, your bartender knows who she is. Right. Classic elites drinking wine. <laughs> One percenter scum. <laughs> <laughs> After that, she, uh, she kind of bids you adieu. Dennis, I'm sure I will be seeing more of you in the coming time. Phrasing. Uh, I would imagine so. Stay safe out there. Uh, you too. Are you saying phrasing every time he says coming time? Is that is that the phrasing? That time was, I'll be seeing more of you, was the phrasing that time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not his fault that literally anything can be viewed that way, Jared, alright? It's my fault for saying things. It's my fault saying for trying, words. really, If guys. you're saying words, there are innuendos there. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Innuendos. Yeah, it's uh, a foot in the mouth right there. <laughs> And she goes to like stand on the like bow of the ship. Her and her uh her terrifying sacred beast just kind of stand <laughs> up there sipping their wine, staring off at the uh staring off into the uh sunset. What do you what else do you do? You just kinda hang out? Uh, I was gonna check out the battle thing after a drink. Okay. So yeah, you hang out there and you kinda drink for a moment. Make me uh make me a luck check before you head out. The, that's a no. That's a no. Alrighty. You're just about finishing up your drink. The ocean breeze is very nice. It's enticing. You hear the yeah. sound of like chirping sacred beasts flying around the ship and flying around you. Uh, you get up and you start walking down the like uh, other side of the ship that you came down just so you can get more accustomed to everything. Um, uh-huh. And as you're doing so, you see a uh, a almost like a huge orc, like almost seven feet tall, like super muscular, dark grayish green skin uh, and like covered in scars. And mm-hmm. there's a small little pink sacred beast following him with propellers that are made out of two like fern leaves that are propelling above its head and it's following him. He is talking with that attendant and a girl with pale silver skin and uh red hair. Uh, you are immediately kind of terrified because of how big that dude is. That guy is fucking <laughs> scary. He's covered in scars on his arms and like his neck, his face has a couple of scars. Very like very typical orc fashion for him to be pretty scary. But you know, yeah. very much stands out. This is the first orc I think you've seen since you all landed. Uh, I think so. Grooks. Well, aside from Grooks, yeah, like outside of Grooks because he's in your crew. Well, he's not terrifying. He's he's the one that cooks. Grooks is a little bit rounded around his edges. He's yeah, not so good. Tell him if you don't like his chili and see if you think That's he's terrifying. That's true. Unless you hurt his cooking equipment or don't like his food. Well, he hasn't given me a reason to lie to him. It's true. So his cooking is terrifically scrumptious. I mean, yeah, that yeah. chili, man. I'll tell you what. He, he's Did the one either, that cooks. We should have brought him on, on the fucking boat, gotten him a job. Could have got Yeah, you could have. Another job. He already yeah. has one. Who's he cooking for now? He's just fucking He's hanging out in the, the ship by himself. He's cooking for the rest of your crew. 
And They're maybe still the there. town too. Yeah. With the bar. So you walk back and you he- you head down. Um, there's a small area for seating where people can go up. And, uh, if you just want to watch, you can watch. Mm-hmm. And when you're heading up, Silver is just about up. So you see Silver. Oh, sweet. That's good timing. Yeah. Uh, does he see me? I'll wave at him, I guess, at the very I'll go least. into his stats to have him make a sense check for me. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, like, getting ready, and you see he releases, uh, he releases Aura. And he just starts kind of, like, jumping up and down. He stretches. He looks up to his left. He looks up front, and then he look, he looks over, and he makes eye contact with you. And he goes, oh, Dennis! Dennis, how's hey. it going? <laughs> hey. He waves to you. <laughs> Uh, can you roll me four d12, please? Yeah. All at once? Does it matter? Yeah. Add them up. Okay. Tell me what it is. Oh, add them up. Okay. Yep. Add them up, add them up, add them up, add them up. If you roll a 12, you can explode. Uh, okay. One more it is. Uno mas. What a great scene in Shanghai Noon. Owen Wilson. Uh, 42. Chan, great if there's nothing else to add to it. Nope. Just that. Okay. That's great. Thank you. So... Silver uh, pulls out Aura. Uh, once again, the bipedal dog that's brown, black, and blue with those, like, long dreads. Thing looks super fucking intense. And it kind of, like, just walks slowly in front of Silver. And uh, Silver's opponent uh, looks to be, you'd assume, pretty, like, young adult, probably somewhere in their 20s, human, pretty average-looking. Uh, he's got a red shirt with a flame on it uh, and black <laughs> pants. And he throws out a small little red lizard. It's a bipedal lizard, and it's got a long tail that has fire on the back. It's got, like, a small, cute little dragon-like head. Less lizard, more dragon-like. And it's super, super short. Probably about, like, a foot tall. Battle begins, and that thing just shoots out a huge burst of flames at Aura. And Silver just says, Oh, God, Aura, dodge! Get out of the way! Aura tries to, like, jump up into the air, and you see the lizard, like, pull the flame up, and it manages to hit Aura in the air. Aura is kind of knocked out of the air and falls down next to Silver, gets up, and she shoots out two quick bolts of her energy. Those, like, blue spheres that appear in her palms when she attacks, she shoots out two of them real quick at the little lizard, and it is hit twice with those balls made out of pure aura and it is knocked back and it scoots kind of like out of the arena and it is knocked out with that one hit oh jesus yeah silver kind of high fives or and he goes oh good job uh and he walks across and he goes hey man that was a great battle you re- i thought you really really had me there for a second you had us up against the wall if you keep working with your beast he's gonna be a strong one one day and then uh Silver goes down and he gives a treat to the uh little lizard that he just knocked out. And uh-huh. the thing just immediately sits up and is super stoked that it gets a treat. And then when he goes back over, he gives Aura a treat as well. And then Silver goes back down. And he goes, hey, Dennis, do you want to go grab some dinner? I'm going to go meet Johnny and Kenny and get some dinner. <laughs> oh, no, not them. Uh yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I thought we could all get dinner together. It'd be really nice. Yeah, that's, um, I'm gonna use sarcasm. <laughs> and, uh, say that that sounds really fun. Okay. Just in the exact tone that you just used it? Okay. Yes. Do it again. 
<laughs> Tell that us how does sounds sound. really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Come on. <laughs> he uh he did not get that it was sarcasm. Oh, okay. You don't even want me to roll for it. Okay. I had him make a check to see if he understood that you were being sarcastic with him, and he didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just super didn't. That works. Danger. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, I it's been a while since we talked about what silver actually looks like. Yeah. To the point where I've just started imagining you as a child. <laughs> that's like in my head just like you being like a fucking sacred beast trainer like, yeah guys this is gonna be great <laughs> he has silver hair and he's wearing a sweater like going home from the from the store with like a new game boy color and a cartridge in hand you'd assume he's probably around 13 he's got very very rounded features he's got what color were his eyes hold on believe your eyes are brown I don't know why I'm trying to question what he's looking like. I have his description. It's One been second. a minute. Yeah. I've just been picturing the gold and silver trainer this whole time. That's more or less what I was doing. Except for whatever reason, I very specifically picture him wearing like a black and white Guy Fieri style bowling shirt. And I don't know why that's part of my <laughs> imagination. That's form. not at all what he's wearing. I know. I know that. I understand that. <laughs> Silver's uh Silver's about 13. He's got very very rounded features. He's got yellowish green eyes and his his hair is actually kind of like dark brown where like the roots are and when it goes out it is actually a little bit silvery at the tip. So it's actually more brown than it is silver. He wears a black and yellow backwards like baseball style cap. He's wearing a dark navy blue knit sweater very much like a seaman sweater like a um Seaman oh, sweater? God. Like a seaman. Yeah, like, like, like a sailor, like a sailor sweater knit together, overlapping uh-huh. thick patterns, and it's reinforced with leather underneath his arms over his shoulders. It's also fitted with metal plates inside of it to give him resistance. He's wearing black jeans and he is wearing brown boots. Uh, danger. Could you possibly get me a picture of you as a child? I'm actually no trying to find reason. one right now. I'm seeing if my mom has any on Facebook. <laughs> I just want to like go into paint and just edit in a hat and just be like, <laughs> due to his black and yellow hat, would you say that he know what it is and everything he do? He do. I mean, big? it is not. He doesn't. Like no. He don't do it big. He he no. He don't do it black and yellow. Black and yellow. No no no. Uh huh. You know what it is. I I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know what it is. You know what really it is. Really bad song is what it is, Dylan. <laughs> Everything hey, he dude. do, he do a Someone big. memed that into like a cab company. What? There was like an advertisement like an official for like company a cab like a real thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, find dude, it. Oh, that's a great oh, idea. God. Just like just that have a picture of a sweet though. cab and then write you know what it is underneath it. <laughs> but marketing wise that's pretty good. It doesn't make oh, the song it was, good. It was cringy as fuck, dude. No. The guy... Here, I'll find it for you. It's really bad. That sounds like the kind of thing they would make fun of in Last Week Tonight. Sounds like that. Do you just... Do you get up or do you observe a couple more battles? Graham. Well, did he say when when food was happening? Like, specifically? He said he was going now. Oh, right yeah, now, no, I'm going to go. Okay. I'm not going to tur- I'm not going to stand him up just because I don't actually think it sounds fun. Okay, well, I, I'm just making sure, just checking. Not a problem. Cool, yeah, so you head down, and 
Silver's kind of like stretching out, um, and Aura's kind of walking around. He, you see that he takes his backpack off his back and he, uh, he gives one of those, uh, globe things to Aura and she drinks it. So what? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. You, uh, you heal up. We're going to get you some real food here in, in just a second and we can, we can hang out for the night. I can go back to training, uh, afterwards, but let's (laughs) just take, take some rest now, Aura. That was a big hit. Good job. And Aura just kind of nods and follows. You can sleep in the ball. You can sleep enough for both of us. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) (laughs) You head to the staircase. It's pretty close to where you are, to be honest with you. You basically just walk inside of the bar and the staircase leads down. Takes a minute. You go through all the different levels of entertainment. You go down through through the casino, outside of it rather. Then you head down past the theater, and then you head to the restaurant. It is there that you uh you meet your uh actually make me a luck check, Dylan. Okay. This is good timing. Oh. Make me a luck check. Okay. Wait, do you want me to make a luck check too, or yeah, both of you? Oh, okay, okay. Pass. Pass. Blackjack. Black. Cool. On yeah. A two. So, as you are walking into the bar, Graham. Uh huh. Dennis and Silver walk right in. You see a bunch of booths. You are kind of immediately hit by like a wall of sound when you open the door because there's a bunch of people in here just chatting and talking and having a good time beasts are out and uh, everybody's kind of drinking and having a good time in here and the beasts are all given their various like hydration like drinks you're not quite what sure kind what kind of restaurant they is are. it this is just the bar oh it's okay a- it's just the bar is this the one that i went to earlier or is it a different one same one you just went outside you were by okay, the pool okay. You didn't go inside. Gotcha. So yeah, the bar is basically two-sided, and it goes outside of this, like, wall of glass. So there's, like, a full separation, making it seem like it's two bars, but really it's one big rectangular bar that goes all the way around. Okay. So you walk in, and just as that happens, you see uh, you see Fuji, as you guys are calling him. Uh, he walks up, uh, and he's also in the bar. Both of you see each other. As, you know, you walk in and he comes right up the stairs. Uh-huh. I, I'm... What? <laughs> I, I don't think we exchanged a single word in the last session, so I don't know what you want me to do here. I mean, like, either of you could do anything. We, I guess, um... Oh, wait, no, no, I know what to do. I got it. I got it. Uh, do I remember his name? Roll for it, I guess. Uh, would that be intelligence, or...? Yeah, intelligence. Oh, fail it, fail it, fail it. I did fail it, actually. <laughs> yes. No fucking clue. This uh, is certainly Skyboy. Uh, Fuji walks up the stairs, you walk up and you see, uh, you see Silver and Dennis. I give them a polite nod. Uh, I say, hold on a second to Silver. I'm just like, uh, I shout, hey, Kanji. Fujiwara, say me. I don't, I don't think that's his name, man. Oh shit, what? I mean, yeah, he said it. that's not his even... name. I don't. He said it. It's Fujiwara Seime. Did I pronounce uh, that right? Yes. Yeah. See, <laughs> as he holds back <laughs> his critique of your pronunciation of his Japanese ass name. <laughs> um. All right. Sorry about that. I'm usually incredibly good with names. It's literally part of my job. But would you like to have dinner with us? Uh, I 
pause for a moment and I give both you and Silver a critical look. Like I'm wondering if I should be worried. Come, come on, man. It's just food. They've got food where you come from, right? <laughs> you do eat, right? Sure. And I fall in line behind the two of you. <laughs> so you're kind of in the back there. Uh, make me a sense check. That is a 12 out of not 12. Yeah, I know. You like you walk up and you're just constantly looking around. You almost lose your position behind everybody because you're just you're constantly looking around behind you. Everything just seems so weird. You have a weird feeling. Yeah, I don't like this. this you don't like it at all. Freaking me out. Place is freaking you out. People are freaking you out. You're not into it. You all go together. It takes you a little bit but you walk down to the third floor where the restaurant is. It opens up. There's a bunch of booths. So you can like get a booth that's going to fit everybody. Mm-hmm. And you just hear lively chatter. The aroma smells surprisingly enticing. And there's like sure. menus at the table. You go up and Silver goes, party of, uh, party of one, two, three, four, party of five, five, five. That's some, it. And then our, are beasts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough room to uh, spread out, if that's all right. Absolutely it is, sir. Please follow me this way. And you are brought to a booth that has, like, a bunch of chairs that line one end, like six chairs, and it's a booth that kind of wraps around like a pretty big U-shape, and mm-hmm. it's enough room where you guys can, like, let out your beasts and chill. Oh, yeah. And Kenny. Kenny and Johnny find their way down not too long afterwards. A little bit later than you guys get there, but they walk in and they join you. Jared, uh, you finish up your conversation and then you head down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At, basically, you guys go like walk about, and after your conversation, you and Kenny head downstairs. Time to pick up some grub. <laughs> so, you guys all sit down. Mr. G, do you take a break or are you just working straight through? I mean... I would say, needless to say, G is not aware that there's dinner going on, nor yeah. does he care. Yeah, he's. Still I kind of figured away. as much. I just wanted to double check before I oh, get yeah, onto them eating dinner without him. I was gonna say something, <laughs> but then I figured you'd check in. Yep, <laughs> like I did right now. How's that? How's that going, by the way? Me checking in right now. I mean, Mr. <laughs> G tinkering. Oh, it's going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going well. You think that um, if you might get some of the more magically inclined people in there who know something about runes, you think that if you add a couple of runes, you might be able to figure this this whole like only elemental energy being transferred thing right on out. And you think you so might I, get, it wor- get it to work? So I haven't made any progress, or I've hit a I've hit a wall. You're making progress. Uh, you have disassembled, like, all of the cap- Are you using all your capture spheres again? You're using all seven for this? I mean, I'm using whatever I have to. So, Danger. Yes, that's me. Relevant thing to what G is doing. Mm-hmm. Would he have seen how I broke my fall? Uh, yeah, he would have. Yeah, I- Also, I was- Earlier when I, like, checked it out, I wasn't aware of any runes. Um. What? The thing? I mean, when- Earlier when I- well, Last session when I checked out the, uh- the spheres, I wasn't aware of any runes that were involved. Um, is there any, any like technology specifically I can harness or does it have to be magically inclined? Well, it seems like the whole way that they're using it now is part magic. 
it's it's part of the thing that's att- that attaches to the ball that breaks it down. It has runes on it. That's that's part of how it works to begin with. It, it's part of the it's part part way the mirrors that help break everything down. Um, but it's also due to the magic. It's a bit of both. I don't know if Mister G has anything on him that would really help him find a way to break down matter. Otherwise, you know, you have a lot of like metals. I don't know if you have a lot of other stuff to help break down materials, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, I have a I have a bunch of like random stuff on me. Um yeah, I would just think about just using the using the ball parts as uh as materials like Right. through like a like an improvised kind of build situation to right. to get I understand it to work that. with something else. I mean, like you're able to you're able to get it all set up the way it needs to. Once again, to just break down the matter that the way you need it to, you need some sort of other catalyst or some other rune to do so. You think it's possible? You think it might not be super hard? It's just a matter of putting more runes on there. Because right now it's only outfitted to break down sacred beasts and sick and like break down elemental magics. Uh, you need a way to also have it break down physical material. Is what I mean. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If he hits a wall, like he's aware that he can't do anything else without magic. Yeah, then he'd start. Well, then I'll I'll say that, like in the four hours, you're able to kind of break down all the balls, and you're able to uh, get to a good point, but you are stopped. So I'll say that instead of spending the whole time, you're done after about four hours where you're at right now. Yeah, well, then after that, he would start working on something else with the uh, with the hinges and the hydraulic legs and that kind of thing. Um, he'd start putting together some sort of like vehicular contraption. Cool. Yeah. He's bolting them together. Those, those like legs that you were given, there are four of them. And it looks like it was already being built to be like a machine that moves. So you have a head start on getting that to work. Are you trying to improvise build or are you just trying to build? I mean, I'm, I'm just putting stuff together. I mean, like there's, from what I understand, improvised builds like using a lot of parts like around you and yep. like this is like pretty straightforward. So he's just trying to like build a contraption that can utilize legs to move around. So it doesn't take you long. You can definitely make like a pretty like skeletal structure. You have enough wiring that uh you can make a quick wiring system that like works in with the hydraulic system, just like making sure that everything's going to flow and move correctly. Takes you a little bit, but yeah, you get that done. That'll be your next project, and that'll be the next kind of chunk of time that you work on. No right need on. to roll anything. It just takes you. It just takes you some time. Oh, he's tinkering away and muttering to himself. Tink tonkering. <laughs> All right, cool. So the rest of you guys, y'all are at a uh, y'all are at dinner. Y'all are served drinks. You're all given waters. Your your beasts are given a semi translucent drink. They all look to be a little bit fizzy and be like a little bit clouded but the bees seem to like them they seem to be into it and then you all uh are just kind of there hanging out your waiter comes around after a moment your waiter is a really really skinny girl who's super super short with brown eyes uh and brown hair she's super super tan and she's wearing a like very traditional white shirt uh with like a very very thin bow tie that ties everything together black apron black pants uh she is like very very formal hair's tied back she comes up um hello everybody 
My name is Nicole. I will be your server this evening. Um, can I get, uh, can I get anybody, uh, anything to drink that isn't, uh, water? Have you got coffee? Coffee? Sure. Yeah. Are you, do you like, uh, do you like light coffees or dark coffees? Oh, you have more than, you have more than one type of roast here. Oh, this is, this place is awesome. We spared Uh, no expense. Darker? Darker, of course. Uh, yes, uh, sir. She looks over at you, Johnny. Uh, I was gonna say, do I know the name of that fruity drink? Uh, he didn't give you a name of it. Um, I had this, uh, delicious fruity drink earlier today. It kinda, and he, like, starts with his hands, like, making the shape of the <laughs> cup that it was served in. He's like, kind of in a thing that sort of looked like this with a straw that was colorful. Do you oh, know what that right. is that I'm talking about? And you wanted it with alcohol, correct? Is there any other way? I mean, yes, but <laughs> no, I assume no, you didn't no. want it the other way. I just, I, no judgments, but I just wanted thank to make you, sure you. before putting it in. Your intuition is correct. Thank you. Would you say he could have it any way he wanted? I mean, I would. That is the way he needs it. But really, <laughs> it's one of two ways. It's either alcoholic or non-alcoholic. So <laughs> any way he wants it, as long as it's still mostly the same thing. <laughs> Thank you, miss. I'll have the uh, I'll have the same thing that he has. Works for me. <laughs> uh, Johnny smirks and looks over at his bud, Kenny. Two of Awar's sunsets. Yep, absolutely. Uh, for you. Um, could I have uh? Could I have an iced tea? That'd be great. Uh, one iced tea. Who Absolutely. ordered an iced tea? Silver did. Okay, he's not judging because he he's, so. he's a child. He's a child. Is there such thing as sweet tea? Yeah. And then the waitress looks over, and for for you, sir, looking over it, Sammy. Do you have oolong tea? Um, I do believe so. If I, I don't, have- is do you have another preference? A dark coffee like this other gentleman ordered, please. Certainly. Give me a moment, gentlemen. Uh, please, here are the menus. Please look over them. I'll be back to take your order. So there's a wild array of fish dishes on here. There's a wild array of steak dishes on here that all seem to be, be prepared from a specific uh, sacred beast that's like a cattle sacred beast. Wait, they eat the sacred beasts? There are some <laughs> beasts that are bred for <laughs> consumption. Which a lot of people don't like. I thought when they died, they just fucking disappeared. Like fucking Katon did. No, that was more like a cinematic he's returning to the earth thing. There are still slaughterhouses. There are also regular animals that people (laughs) don't eat that aren't considered sacred beasts. But people will breed some specific sacred beasts for consumption. Wasn't there an episode in the show that- It's fucking Tauros meat! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Okay. Tauros, yeah. Like, that's, that's what I was gonna ask thing. about. I thought that it was- It says in the Pokedex entries of the original games that Farfetch'd is good cooked with leeks. Yep. It, it's that's holding it the thing you cook it's, it with. Yeah. Well, it, you have to let- the garnish <laughs> has to- has to stew properly. Yeah, you just wanna- you just wanna sweat the leeks low and slow over the course of ten years. Yeah. And then your far-fetched will be perfect marinated after it grows big and strong, and that's when you can eat it. After you beat the Elite Four. <laughs> you celebrate by killing and eating a far-fetched. <laughs> like, it's fucked up, but I'm being as real to, to the source as I can. <laughs> it's fucked up. 
hey, if they grow up conditioned to want to have a leak with them when they're alive, then they're not going to have a problem with it being well, there. That's when they're le- dead. I'm less talking about the far fetched thing. I'm more talking about the Tauros meat thing at this point. But yes, that is a thing. There are only a couple that are bred specifically for consumption, but there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of minor animals that aren't considered sacred beasts as they don't really hold affinities. Um, but they do, uh, they do exist. Uh, is Gary meat on the menu? No, Gary meat is not on the menu. That is not a fish <laughs> that anyone's going to want to try and eat. Plus it's way too tough, man. What about young, young Gary before <laughs> he's a dragon? <laughs> Like the, maybe some kind of carp? There does appear to be some sort of carp-like fish on the menu. Johnny looks around. It seems to be thick and very, very tough. It's better, uh, it's better if it's, uh, if it's like infused with a bunch of like fat and oil to make it softer or fried to get, you know, just a nice crisp on it. Hey guys, uh, speaking of like, have any of you seen Mr. G? Who? Didn't he say that he was going to go do some work? Yeah, but that was like several hours ago. Well, um, I, he's probably still working then, right? Probably, but I feel like he should eat. I mean, you said they have a, uh, uh, some kind of, uh, the word I'm looking for workshop area, right? They don't have like a dinner bell or something. (laughs) Well, Anyone's allowed to eat at any time, really. The restaurant's just open. So uh, he could always assumed, come here if he wants to. I assumed all those tinkerers had some kind of tinker bell. Wow. Did you set up this entire conversation just so you could do that? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? No, I was actually... That's a yes, then. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that a yes. That was a side effect. <laughs> I'm sure that Mr. G could leave his work for, what, 30 minutes to eat with us? Perhaps I can send for someone. Don't use any technology. Like, a thing you oh, have in he your puts, ear He puts his finger people. on his ear. He puts his <laughs> finger on his ear and says, Hey, Mr. G, we're all eating together in the kitchen. Where the fuck are you? The kitchen. <laughs> Not the kitchen. Scratch that. The Whatever the fucking place we're in. Mr. G's uh, covered in grease and... uh putting together some sort of, like, contraption with the hydraulic legs and all that. This is still, like, the beginning of your next chunk of time, so, like, you're you're getting, like, all the legs in position, you're getting, um, like, moving, they're all starting to move a little bit, yeah, and you're just, like, in the middle of tweaking one of the hydraulic systems on one of the four legs. You twist the lever, and it accidentally, like, kicks your chair out super fast because it moves super fast, and you're like, Oh, nope, that's, that's like too much, you know? Well, yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, but he's, he's already covered in grease at this point. You, at this point, hear Johnny come over the, uh, intercom in your ear. Yeah, Mr. G puts his, uh, finger up to his ear and, uh, with one hand still on the, the legs. Um, I, I'm right here. What, what do you, what do you need, Johnny? Ah, uh, are you going to come to dinner? Everyone else is here. Just, uh, wondered if you could take a quick break for your work. For your well-being, don't want you to starve or anything. Wouldn't want to have another death in the party. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where's the sad slide at that one? <laughs> Wait, I, I have something for this. There it is. There's the sad slide. Thank <laughs> you. Mr. G kind of like head drops a little bit. 
when Johnny says that he put he still has his finger in his ear and he goes, uh Oh uh, yeah, I'm uh well, I I gotta I'm putting some stuff together to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And then he takes the earpiece out and keeps working. Well, seems like he's fine. Don't know if he's gonna come or not, but there's no use in waiting for him. Actually, we haven't ordered yet, have we? No, at this <laughs> point you haven't ordered. You, your drinks have also not come back. I'm still kind of describing the menu as this happens, really. So I just wanted to give an opportunity for him to come join if he wanted to. Um, There definitely seems to be some chicken equivalent dish that's served with some like stewed greens and some kind of potato. There's some like big steaks made out of sacred beast meat, uh, super, super hearty. Uh, served with, uh, some sort of baked root vegetable that you've never heard of, uh, but think probably close to like a turnip mixed with like a sweet potato. So it's kind of yellowy inside and it's kind of like long and oblong and also ser- served with like a side salad. Uh, and then there's a fish stew served with pasta, um, and like a cream sauce. And then there's like a, like, there's a fried carp dish and a, um, a pan-fried carp dish. The sides for both are the same, besides their root vegetable. One's like a fried, like a, a, a like fish and chips, more or less, is the dish. And then the other one is a uh, is a mashed potato. Uh, after a moment, you guys look over the menu, and your server, uh, Nicole, comes back with your drinks. Luckily, we did have oolong. I don't know if it's um to your standard, but. If it isn't, I'm happy to get you a coffee. Is the tea to my standard? Uh, make me a luck check. Eight out of three. This is definitely not up to your standards by far. That being said, it's not the bottom of the bottom. By no means would you drink this if you had a choice. Ah, uh, so it's white people tea. The rest of you, your drinks are fine. The coffee has notes of like chocolate like hazelnutty almost a bit it's like very very deep and rich it doesn't even need creamer or sweetener you think that it would just ruin it the black coffee itself is just pretty pretty immaculate it's very smooth no coffee needs sweetener so that's a lie shitty coffee does there's some shitty coffee shitty coffee does (laughs) i i'll no thanks nicole that's your name right yeah uh can you tell me about your nuts well, I didn't see any on the menu. I was just curious, like, what the, uh, what kind of nuts you might have. I was interested in the car, but I, I'm a huge fan of nuts. Um, there Pistachio are- nuts, <laughs> salmon nuts, really all kinds. I find them delicious. There are no real nut-based dishes, but, um... Oh, just as a side, sorry. We do have, like, roasted peanuts that we serve, uh, with the table, usually. I was going to get them after... I put your order in. Oh, that sounds lovely. I was, for a second there, I was afraid that there were going to be absolutely no nuts on this I mean, ship. we have minimal nuts at, in, in this restaurant. Who cooks Some nuts? might say that that's pretty nuts, but hey, can't blame you for that. You're just, uh, just the server. I do appreciate you. Thank you for that. Um, you see, she kind of uh, jots something down on her notebook, and she goes, of course. Um, are you all ready to order? I uh, hold up my hand and politely as I can be ask for a coffee. Um, sure thing, sir. Thank you. Um, should I give you another minute with the menus, or? Nah, we're ready, I think. 
Johnny says without asking. A wild him. assumption. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the carp there, that sounds delicious. Great. Would you like, uh, the pan fried or the deep fried? Uh, you know what? That's, that's just, uh, deep fried. I'm feeling a bit, bit, uh, adventurous. Oh, it's, it's vacation. You enjoy yourself. Ha, huh, you see my, my vacation shirt. Ha <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. Yes, you and all and all your Everyone friends else. and your son, as you're sitting next to Silver, and everyone's just kind of a little bit confused by the 13 year old on the ship. Yeah, what what do you want there, Silver? He doesn't even comment on it. Um, the son statement, anyway. Well, he's he's definitely not my dad. We're just we're all friends. Um, I'm definitely I'm gonna do the the pan fried carp if you don't mind. Actually, no. No, 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 no. I'll have the, uh, I'll have the pheasant. I'll have that. I'm, I'm not in a, in a fishy mood tonight, actually. Thank you. Uh, Kenny just goes, I want that, uh, I want that, that steak, man. Ow! Big juicy steak, please. Thank you. Um, uh, sir, how would you like that cooked? Excuse me. As, as rare as possible. In? Uh, yes, sir. Perfect. Looks at you. Jared. I'll stop interrupting. I'm sorry. Do you have something to say or are you just interrupting? No, I was just thinking about Kenny and how he would want the bone in. Oh, yeah. That's why he got the big steak. Yeah. yeah. No. Carp's fine. All right. And then she looks over at uh you, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I did not actually pick. So I'm, can I roll a luck check and just blindly pick something off the menu? Sure. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I did think of something. Sorry, I'll wait till after. Oh, God, I blackjacked. I had two luck. I've rolled two luck checks today. They were both blackjacks. <laughs> That's funny as shit. You're never going to blackjack it after you move it past a two. No, I better just leave it there. <laughs> At least you'll get the actual good thing on the menu and not just like the <laughs> shitty like maximum margin item. <laughs> yeah. What do you think Dennis would prefer between the steak or the pan fried fish? Uh, well, how's it, how's his stomach doing from the awful dream? I mean, you're definitely feeling a lot better at this point in your day. You've like had breakfast, you've walked around, you've moved a bit. You're feeling a lot better at the moment. Uh, I'd have to think steak then. Politicians cool. gotta get wined and dined all fancy like. Yeah. So you also order the steak then. Uh, hey, real, real quick there, Nicole. Yes. Uh, could I get an additional order of steak? We have a friend that's, uh, working real hard and couldn't make it. I wanted to bring it to him after. Sure. Sir, how would you like your steak cooked to finish your order? She uh, points back to medium you. Medium rare. Oh. Graham. Yep, what's up? Oh, uh, she asked how you would like your steak cooked. Oh, I, I zoned out, sorry. Uh, rare, please. Noted. Two rare or Medium, steaks. not rare. That's the wrong thing. Medium. Oh, medium. There we go. Yep, not a problem. Yes, how would you like that steak cooked, sir? Uh, medium rare. And if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind, uh, would you put that, uh, fried carp dish? Do you have to go dishes? I could arrange something. If you could just put one in there, I'll bring it to him later. That'd be real great. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, I can do that. I'll put that one in a little bit later, uh, just so it stays a little bit warm while you all eat then. And we'll go from there. And that was the fish dish you wanted to go, correct? That's correct. Wonderful. And, sir, for you. 
What do they have on the menu for, like, spicy things? None of it looks particularly spicy. Like, you think the spiciest thing might be that seafood stew with pasta that has a cream sauce and some, like, some spices and pepper in it? You think that's probably the spiciest thing you're going to get. I'll try the seafood pasta, if you please. Certainly. Thank you. I'll be back with your coffee, and your food should be out momentarily. Thank you very much. She goes, you don't see her for quite some time. You guys are just kind of hanging out. Uh, Silver sitting there sipping his, uh, sipping his iced tea. You see he pours a couple sugar packets inside of it. Or, well, there's like a little canister of sugar with like a spoon. So he puts some sugar in his tea and he spins it around. Um, Nicole comes back. She drops off a big bowl of these like roasted peanuts, uh, or like some sort of peanut equivalent. They're a little bit smaller. They're a little bit like halfway between the size of a peanut and like a sunflower seed. Um, and they're like a lot creamier. They're covered in like, um, some sort uh, of creamy nuts, creamy nuts, some sort of salt, some sort of like honey or brown sugar, something very, very sweet and a little bit of spice. It's actually very, very nice. Ooh, a little bit refreshing. Yeah, those sound like delicious nuts. Yeah. These nuts are tasty. <laughs> and you are brought a, a coffee, the same uh, roast that Dennis has brought. Wonderful. So, uh, what, what are y'all, what are you all been up to today? Did you guys find anything interesting? Uh, went to the bar and then watched Silver kick the ever loving shit out of someone. <laughs> yep, that's Aww. what I did. That's all I Good did. Good job, Silver. I, uh, I, I won that fight. Yeah, it was good. You steamrolled them, dude. Well, I mean, you know, things happen. I didn't kill it. What? No, <laughs> no, I meant that in a good way, not in like a you're a monster way. Oh, all right. Well, I thought you were calling me a monster. I was like, geez, man. <laughs> no, that, that was a compliment. No, I, thanks. <laughs> did you, uh, did you run into Billy? Uh, I met that bartender earlier today. Uh, who? Oh, Billy. It's bartender. I met him on the outside. He gave me some uh, interesting information. Uh, did any of you uh, kind of double take at the guy taking our tickets when he was behaving awkwardly? I don't trust that man. I didn't notice anything. I thought that it was just me, and in the back of my mind, I was partially thinking that he was just a racist. But when Billy... Uh, I talked to him later because I was doing my rounds for security purposes. And uh -huh. he was telling me that he also thought he was quite weird. Maybe that's partially that. Maybe it's racism. But he also commented on a very tall orc. I suspect he may have been trying to curse us. Curse us? I, I don't curse know us. all that much about magic. Why, why would you think that he was trying to curse us? I've seen cases where a person can curse another person by touching them. What do these cur what do these curses do, Fuji? They can make a person melt into nothing in a matter of hours. Huh. I have never heard of these types of curses. It's not pretty. Is this something back from where you're from? I've seen people some where I'm from, others from elsewhere use this ability i've heard of curses before but it's it, it's mostly in the context of people trying to dig into stuff that they're not supposed to and they're kind of like part of the ways of old here curses aren't very very common at least as far as i know yeah well 
So it's probably just racism then. It could very well be. You also said that orc, right? Johnny? Yeah. I saw him pass by me while I was, uh, while I was waiting in line to get into the battle. I saw an exchange between the two of them, which was a bit suspect, but I couldn't see what it was. Yeah, they were also talking to some girl. There was some girl that was with him too. Uh, which, which girl? Was it the, was it the pretty lady? I have not seen this one, but she was also described. Um, there was, there's, um, she had like really, really pale skin. She had those, uh, she had those pointy ears that Mr. G has. Uh, she, uh, what, she must have been, uh, you know, she must have been one of those things. What are, what are they called? Do you know what, what uh, this race she. is called? That's it. She must have been one of those. She was also super tall. She was very, very skinny. She like peered around. But she, uh, she was wearing, wearing robes. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe it's nothing. I just thought it was worth bringing up in case you guys saw something else that was suspicious. Everything about this place is suspicious. I'm not gonna lie, Fuji. I really don't know anything about you at all. You seem oh. like a nice guy, though. Here, <laughs> you want a drink? I'm underage. No, thank you. Well, excuse me. <laughs> this is what you get for trying to play an overachiever, Dylan. You miss out on the drinking age by oh one year, God. and this is the immersion we need. <laughs> no, I just, I just love how upset Johnny is and personally offended he is that someone underage didn't take a drink from a cop. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> world's worst less. cop. World's best drunk bird. World's best drunk bird for sure. I mean, like, this, this is the sound of his career. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Johnny, you were saying that he, uh, you were saying that he, like, made you feel weird when he hit, when he touched your hand earlier, too, right? Yeah, it was, he seemed to respond real weird, and I, I wasn't quite sure what it was at the time struck me as odd huh did you uh did you try and like investigate it more yeah kind of not really <laughs> i i mean i did i didn't really find anything <laughs> well it seems like it's a bit weird it is a bit weird i just couldn't find anything out about it uh did you try doing that thing that you normally do Oh yeah, my googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> googly, yeah, your your big old bird eyes, your big old blues. I did. I I just didn't see anything. No, you didn't. You didn't have time to do it. Apparently, I forgot to. I just said that I was going to, and then I did as not. I told you, you know, ages ago, we already left. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. were being ushered away, which is why you were unable to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw them from around, and I forgot to do it when I yeah. saw him later. Yeah. Well, what if, I mean, what if you checked out where he touched you? That's a crazy idea, but it's so crazy that it might work. It's so crazy, it just might work. <laughs> You're a keen one, Silver. And his eyes go to that kind of, like, red, white, and blue circle as he detective senses his hand. Uh, let me roll for that. Four. Out Pass. of? Uh, when he's detective sensing, it's higher than that. It is quite higher than that uh, i want to say be... it's a 12 it no, might not it's be out of nine 
Oh, it's at a nine. I normally so four only out have of a five, so plus four. So when you go into that vision, um, he touched you kind of like on your like fingertip, kind of like on like your your first knuckle, more or less. Um, and you look at that that kind of like talon, like your 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 claw like hand, and you see like a like red mark on your hand, kind of like a pimple or like a bug bite. And then you see a small trail that leads up your arm and it leads up your shoulder. And then you can't really see anymore because your head isn't detached from your body. But you see a, like, small red line leading up your arm. Huh. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and he kind of, like, holds his arm <laughs> like, Do you see this? This is this weird little pimple-looking thing on my knuckle, and it goes all the way up. I mean, once again, man, I'm not, I don't have those big old blues. He's, I don't. He's talking, he's talking to everyone. Yeah. I, none of us see this, man. Huh. What is it? Tell us what's happening. I just see a weird, like, stream of red going up my arm, and I can't see anymore because my head doesn't turn that way. So it's going up your shoulder? Can I detect magic this? You can. I kind of figured that you would be the person that might be able to help. Uh, that's an eight out of three. Uh, you thought wrong, Jared. <laughs> Okay. You feel no presence of magic here. <laughs> Unless that was supposed to be a magic check, then that was a pass. No. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> nice try, but it super wasn't. Silver goes, so it's, it goes up your arm and you just, you lose track of it? Uh, I'm going to look at his hand instead because he also said he experienced the same thing. Hey, Silver, can I? S sure. Yeah, here. Take a look. What do you see? Um, I'm going to look at his hand using the same ability, also a pass. You do not see a pimple on his hand. You don't see a line going up his arm. It only appears on you. I'll even say, I'll even spare you the, the, you going in and out of the vision. You look at all of your companions. Yeah. None of them have this pimple and line on them except for you. Interesting. Well, it seems to be only on me, so that's lovely. Uh, Johnny, do you mind if if you turn around? Do you mind if I take a look to see if there's like anything on you? Because you you can't see where this ends, right? Maybe there's something we can find. He kind of like traces it up where he sees it going, and then he's like, "I can't see any further. <laughs> My neck won't move right. that way." I mean, yeah, you've got a yeah, you've got a a neck here. I I get it. Yeah. So he 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 does what Silver suggests. You feel. Silver kind of like touch your back and he's kind of looking around there and he kind of like he brushes through some of your feathers there for a moment and oh shit this is actually perfect after a moment you feel a pinch and you feel Silver pull something off the back of your neck dead center of your neck and he puts it down on the table Ow. and you see a small robotic spider that is black with a red center what in the fuck is that thing? I take a glass and I pour <laughs> out whatever liquid is in it and I put it on top of it so it can't run away. I jump up from the table and draw my sword. It is at this moment that that you guys are looking like you are all looking around at this and your dinner is brought out to you. Like as Johnny is slamming this still wet cup 
onto the onto the table to capture this little spider thing that's now running into the side of the glass tanking at it Sammy kicks his chair out from behind him with like a surprising amount of force with like almost a gust of wind and he's standing up sword drawn pointed at the spider what are the rest of you doing not reacting hey fuji that may have been a bit of an overreaction it's just a tiny little thing here <laughs> Do you know I'm what not, this not is? I'm not reacting, but I want to see what's going to happen. Silver, you found that on my neck? What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. It was just hanging out there, man. So that's huh. a two of in three intelligence check. Do I have any idea what this is? Um, I mean, it, it looks like a spider to you. That's as much as you have. Doesn't look familiar. Uh, pushes my ear button. Hey, Mr. G. Uh, Mr. G, come in. Uh, just letting you know, I just found a weird robotic spider on the back of my neck that I think I got from that creepy weird guy, Matt Mathis, <laughs> I believe his name is. Anyway, uh, if you could come up here to investigate, that'd be real great. Not knowing so, that he had taken it out of his ear. <laughs> so yeah, I took, I took the mic out of my ear. Yep. Um, do I hear it with my elf ears? What do your elf ears hear? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have you make me a sense check. Well, I just dump statted that to four. Whoa! Four, so fuck. So I got a one out of four. With one my out of two four checks. It's, <laughs> it uh... works. <laughs> it works. Keen senses with a four. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very, very faint. Uh, it's almost kind of like a small, like buzzing. It's almost like a phone that's just almost on silent, like the lowest possible like buzz you can hear. It almost doesn't catch your attention, but yeah. So I hear it. And I hear the words robot and spider. And when I hear robot spider, I get this like crazy blast of inspiration for what I'm working on at the time. But then I go and, <laughs> and it's like, he's kind of like just covered in oil and stuff and sees it, but he's all yeah, of a sudden here's yes. robot spider and he's just like fucking robot spiders. And then he goes over to the earpiece and puts it in. Um, what, what's this about a, a robotic spider, Johnny? Uh, yeah, Mr. G, something has come up. Uh, it's probably best you get over here. Uh, when we boarded the ship, that, I uh, forget his name. I want to say it's like Mathis or Maddie or something like that. Uh, I think he put something on my hand and it, it's like a small robotic spider that Silver actually found. We have it trapped inside of a glass. Wait, so you, Mattis is, should we look for him? I mean, probably, but first I figured if we have a little robotic spider here, there's one person who seems to be good at those things, and he's not sitting at this table. All right, I'll I'll be right over. And then G picks up his um his backpack and uh has his rifle at the ready and leaves to go over there. But on the way over, he's going to be looking for this uh that guy that they saw at the the bridge. Okay, cool. So I'm going to come back to you in a minute, Mike. Uh, you go to the elevator and you head back up to the top floor. The elevator takes a moment. Um, so you are impatiently waiting on an elevator at this exact moment. Uh, the rest of you, Nicole is standing there with, uh, all of your plates of food. Um, I, I have the, the entrees. Um, is it, is now a good time? Should I, should I come back? As at this moment, Johnny is intently like holding one finger to his ear and is staring at this spider and he's just staring at it, not answering. No, I think, 
I, I, I think we're still good for the stake here. Yeah, you could you could just place everything down. I think we'll be fine. He's ha- this he's having a bit of a rough day. Maybe bring him another drink when you get a chance, but no rush. Um, all right then. So she places all the plates down um on the table. Everyone is given their food. It looks and smells immaculate. Johnny is keeping one of his hands on the glass so this spider thing doesn't run away. <laughs> and she comes back with a, another round of drinks for the party. Uh, you all are given your food and she kind of like walks away with her tray and she looks back at the table and then walks back towards the kitchen. Mr. G, you're now up on the top deck. Make me a sense check, please. Oh, by the way, uh, Mr. G, if you need directions, just ask. Yeah, I'm looking for this motherfucker. And then I rolled a three and 11 for my sense check. So I passed with a three out of four. So you passed with a three out of four. Cool. Yeah. Almost a blackjack, but almost a blackjack, but not. Um, cool. So you're walking around the ship. You search every bit of the top deck and you do not see him. As soon as you come up, you see that big orc, uh, that you heard, heard, uh, your party talking about through the earpiece. Uh, you see that big tall orc, but you don't see, uh, Matisse. Hmm. I mean, would I, I don't, I don't think I'd even know about him unless like the earpiece was on all the time. I'm not sure. Regardless, you would now make regards to the, you know, giant orc covered in scars. <laughs> okay. So he looks suspicious. It's hard not to inspect his girth. If I'm being honest with you. What is he, uh, what's he look like he's doing? What's his, uh, what's his he? general disposition at the moment? He's sitting on a, like, long chair that looks like a a pool chair or like a beach chair very very long and there's this small little pink sacred beast that's in his hand kind of floating and it's got like two little green leaves that it uses as a small propeller and he's just feeding it treats he's doing the most unmenacing thing possible yeah so i get no sense of any menace whatsoever but once again giant orc that's the only person you see out here at the moment I mean, G's not racist. He, like, would just see the giant orc and be like, oh, he looks like he's not worried at all. And just, like, move on to go check out the spider. Cool. Yeah. So, like, nothing really of note then for Mr. G. But takes your moment. You run down to the restaurant. <laughs> you meet up with your companions. At this point, you guys are enjoying your dinner. And Johnny is trying to eat his dinner one-handed. Oh, I still have my sword pointed at the spider. Oh, you don't even just undo that? <laughs> no, no. Don't even dig yeah, in? wait. I think the real question is, who is eating dinner after a spider was just found on the back of somebody's neck? I mean... <laughs> I assume Dennis and, and Kenny. Yeah, I probably food. Dennis. <laughs> like, if I, were to, if I were to place some bets here... <laughs> I mean, you're also right about Johnny. He's using his offhand with a knife and slowly, like, making little cuts into the steak <laughs> and, like, using the knife to, you know, shovel it into his mouth, his beak. Uh, danger. Yes. Can I, mo- can I ask Bug to cut his food for him? Oh yeah, you can. Um, I should also mention this. All of your, all of your sacred beasts that are out are served food as well. They are given small plates of food with puffins, berries, and some treats. Uh, hey, Bug, can you help Johnny out there? That seems kind of hard to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a good idea. Kind of like buzzes over and, and, um, your steak is cut up pretty quick and immaculately by the, the wonderful skilled precision (laughs) of Bug. Thank you, Bug. Bug nods at you and then goes back over to his food. Uh, actually, Bug like looks down at his food and then looks down at his sides that are now covered in uh, steak juice. And then he looks over at you, Dennis. He's he uh-huh. just kind of holds his like sides out to you to clean them. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll grab a napkin off the table. Uh, you clean his sides, uh, and he's very, very happy. <laughs> so what are you doing, Sammy? You're still the only one pointing at this fucking spider. I don't trust the spider. I'm going to keep in position until somebody does something about it. I mean, it's in a cup. What more, what more do you want? <laughs> I don't know what it can do. I don't know if it can, like, break out of the cup and turn into, anything. like, a it's giant a spider. Hey, Fuji, I, I wouldn't be too worried about this. I got a pretty strong grip on this cup here. Do you knock it over while saying that? <laughs> Please make me a luck check. You Something are drunk stupid after like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about Johnny? Yes, I am. Okay, well, this is this is where it goes poorly. This is where the shit goes down. Well, it's either a blackjack or a fail, so let's see what it's going to be. <laughs> I can't roll the one, dude. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Uh, he does not manage to fuck it up. Fate was Johnny. Fate sided with Johnny this day. So this thing is still just trying to run away from the glass. It keeps like running into it and tinking against the glass. It's been running in the same position. It doesn't look like it's trying to get uh away. Like I mean, like it, it doesn't look like it's sporadically trying to run somewhere. It keeps running in the same direction. So as uh as Johnny says that G busts in and uh covered in like grease. A, He's, uh, you know, he just looks pretty like wild eyed. The goggles are still on and he comes in and goes, uh, Hey, uh, what, so what's this about the, the spider, the robot spider? What is this it? And he runs. Johnny gestures at the, at the glass. Uh, we seem to have it contained. It keeps running in the same direction. And, uh, yeah. Uh, what, what the, what is this? G kind of like kneels down next to it and like is looking at it real close with the goggles. Um, do I know what it is? Not immediately. You look at it and it definitely appears to be robotic made out of metal. You can tell that there's some circuitry. You inspect it closely and you see that there's just like a speaker on it. And it looks pretty simple past that. It looks like it just has small hooks to latch on without being noticeable and you see a speaker on it. That's all you see. So G looks at it closely and and uh tells Johnny uh uh let me uh let me take this this glass for a sec and he grabs it. You got it, Mister G. I'll be honest, I was starting to think that I was gonna <laughs> drop it for a sec. I've had a few of these little uh, fruity drinks. They're delicious, by the way. You should check them out. And he switches one glass to another, <laughs> <laughs> like Julian from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> so G has one hand on top of the glass and then with his other hand he's going to try to grab it with his uh with his other hand as he pulls the glass off. Okay. I'm going to have to have you make me an opposed roll. Agility versus agility. So you pick up the glass and it starts bolting. Do I add my agility to this? No, it's just the dice. Oh, okay. It's a 20. It runs away. It starts scattering across the table. It starts running towards you, Sammy. I miss it? Yeah. This thing's super quick and super fast. I point my... Well, my sword's already pointed at it. I focus my energy into it and go, Kyoryu Shorai! And release the ice dragon. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking goddamn it! This, this sounds like overkill. <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh my god, okay. 
I'm trying to freeze the spider in place. I know what you're. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do. Please roll uh, your magic. Okay. Supposed. What am I adding to this? You are using. You can add your strength to this because you're channeling it through your sword. Okay. Twenty-eight. Yep. You shout your incantation, and you all see his blade begin to glow bright blue like a sheet of ice icicles start to shoot out of it and you hear the sound of a roaring dragon and then your table is broken uh with a giant hole out of ice and he hits my food he hits the fucking (laughs) spider he encapsulates it in ice and there's a fucking hole now in the center of the table with an icicle sticking out of it the uh the fucking spider just in the icicle i sheathe my sword and sit down at the table Everybody make me luck checks. Except for Mr. G doesn't have to make a luck check because he's not super in the splash zone because he doesn't have food. So I blackjacked my luck check again. I passed my luck check. What the fuck? I can't change it. It has to be two for the rest of the campaign. Yeah, I told told you. What were you going to say, Mike? You were going to say a thing. (laughs) Wait, are you talking about splash zone of of the hit? Of food. Of food being thrown and tossed about by this table breaking. Oh, yeah. So you're you're out of the splash zone because you don't have food in front of you. So you don't need to roll. (laughs) So, uh, Danger, I rolled twice because I have my food and then the food I was going to give to G. No, that's not up yet. She said she was going to bring it at the end of the meal when you guys were done. You just sat down I failed then. (laughs) My blackjack is wasted. (laughs) I mean, like, I appreciate the sentiment. It would have been good. You would have saved G's food, but nah. It's all good, homie. Silver just, uh, Silver kind of, like, sees this coming, and Silver picks his plate up off the table before it breaks, and then he places it back down and continues eating. Kenny's steak flies into the air and he jumps up off the table as it's kind of ricketing around and he catches the steak in his mouth, like full on dog catching in the air because there's no way he's letting that steak go to waste. And then Johnny, you are the only person who gets splattered by their food. The steak just comes up, hits you right in the beak, slaps right over it. Uh, your, uh, your greens are kind of like on your shirt and like you catch the, uh, you catch the mashed potatoes on your shoulder and like into your feathers on your neck. Uh, can it's not great. Can I, so that blackjack roll that was unnecessary, can I use that to have it be that my, my drink is un, disturbed sure <laughs> can that be what the blackjack <laughs> i mean like you were in <laughs> the middle of transferring it. your drinks over so that's totally fine by me so i'll Not say that like you're covered in food but your drinks are fine as you were pouring them in <laughs> together to to merge them totally oh, fine. thank heavens thank my booze <laughs> hey fuji uh <laughs> give us a little warning next time apologies i uh panicked I didn't want it to get away. Yeah, it seems that you've you've trapped the thing, right? Yes, it should be trapped in the ice. Hey, uh, by the way, Mr. G, uh, might have to start calling you Butterfingers. <laughs> As he says that, G's already like walking over, like reaching over to it to grab it to figure out how it works, and he goes, "Uh, oh uh, yeah, I guess uh, pretty quick." Um, and when he touches it, he understands. It's inner workings and whatnot. Like, what do I, what do I learn about it? So, uh, once again, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. This definitely just seems to be, um, uh, 
seems to be some sort of relay device. It doesn't have speech output capabilities, but it seems like it's a remote controlled, like some sort of surveillance device. Like I said, very simple design, only a couple of wires. It moves around. Um, it looks like it's able to move around on its own using like a couple of sensors in the front of it. Um, and it has a, it has, you know, it has eight sensors on it so it can move and move about. Um, and then a speaker so it can re, like relay conversation. G has a, um, he has like broadcasters and receivers, uh, and like a few other, um, interface, uh, items in his like pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd start reverse, um, reverse engineering it so he could figure out where it's broadcasting to. It seems like it's somewhere on the ship further down. Yeah. I was just saying I would like, I would build something to like be able to like try to like pinpoint it. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to take you like a, a little bit of time to get it all set, but you can, you can get started on it. So like you break the thing down, uh, you start bringing some stuff together, working on some, some devices to try and triangulate it. You can definitely tell that this thing is already like, it's trying to get back like where its owner is, or at least it was, it looked like it was trying to run in a specific direction when it released from the cup. But after a while, it seems like it's bringing you, uh, somewhere down, uh, on one of the lower floors of the ship. Word. So, um, so after, (laughs) (laughs) it's still funny. Sorry, guys. It's like way down. (laughs) So after like plugging this device into the thing and figuring out where it is, uh, she's going to look around and say, uh, uh, it looks like, uh, whoever put this on you, Johnny, uh, this is on the lower decks of the ship. We should probably oh, yeah, have it was, there right away. It was away. Ma- Mathy, Mathis, Ma- Mattis, fuck. That nervous <laughs> little weird one. He said he had yeah, an anxiety <laughs> disorder. I, I still suspect the... that he might be racist. Cause why are there none on you guys? Something against birds and orcs, I guess. I went out of my way not to touch him. Well, that was a smart decision, Fuji. Well, uh, we should probably get down there right away. I mean, my, my food seems to be all over me anyway, so I guess we can eat, I can eat as I go. Um, at this point, <laughs> before you guys get up and leave, um, Nicole, your server, uh, comes back over. Oh, oh my god. Oh, uh, gentlemen, was the food not good? I don't understand the need for this Nicole, magic. The food was delicious, and honestly, I would like more, but I, I apologize for this. Uh, here, uh, let me give you some, let me give you some money for the damages. Uh, we seem to have destroyed. Please, it. Mr. Bird Person, it was my responsibility. I overreacted. I reach into my no, robes no, and no. pull out a, I pull out a stack of yen and hand it to her. Oh yeah, perfect. Or whatever, or whatever the currency where I'm from is. Uh, your family did, uh, try and invent your own currency, so you do actually have a lot of your family's pre-owned currency, like your, your own currency. Is um, it just like a stack of bills with my face on them? Uh, it's, a, it's a stack of bills with your mom's face on them. And very much, uh, very much conveniently yen, um, but some sort of like higher end bill, it does end up working here. Um, but it is like the monopoly like version of yen. It's a very good passable fake. It's not real money. Well, even if it's not real money, I think it's real money. That's yeah. what counts. It's money. It, like it's it's what you got paid with. You assume this is real money. Like doing yeah. chores, mowing the lawn. You have a big lawn. That sucks. 
How does I just Nicole assume respond? I would have a big stack of money that's no good anywhere but where I live. It's it's actually pretty convenient because it is just passable enough where she looks at it and she goes, "Oh, I didn't realize these were back in circulation." Oh, cool. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Hey, we'll get uh, someone Nicole. to clean this right up. Are you still wanting that dish to go, or should I cancel that? It's actually for my grease-covered friend over here. Um, are you sticking around, or should I? Mm, I mean, gonna, we're we'd love to going. eat, but we have to. We have to go right now. Right. I see that you're all trying to leave, but like, Nicole, I, that's, <laughs> what? Nicole, what yes. time? What time are you off? Um. This seems like a really awkward time to be hitting on no, your server. No, sir. no, no, I'm not. <laughs> we've, we've got to go. And then is is she We're holding out night. my food right now? What? Is she holding it out in her hand? No. Like, does she have the food? No. She does not. Gee, what's your room number? I I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I don't know what my room number is. G, you are in. You guys are on the third floor. G, you are in. I'm on the G unit. G unit three oh eight. Nicole, I was I was not trying to make uh, a pass at you. Uh, instead, I was going to suggest I could give you a bit of money, and that when you're off, perhaps you could bring the food to room three oh eight, which is for the person that I was trying to give it to. Uh, here, uh, here's a hundred credits for your troubles. All right, is that's that agreeable? she's already out of the room. G G's peacing out. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone's <gone>. everyone else <laughs> is already running out of here leaving. And she's like, that's fine. Um the kitchen closes in a couple of hours. Once it's all said and done, I'll leave one out there for him. You're a real sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you thank you kindly. Anyway, I'm I must go. Oh, danger. Yep. Uh as we're heading out of the restaurant, I will uh activate an extended version of uh the Alki's rune along with the Daga's rune. So I have effectively a magic shield equal to my magic rank that acts on its own, and it lasts for an hour and 20 minutes. Nice. You guys are all charging out of the restaurant. Silver, uh, Silver's still running with his plate out of the restaurant. He's eating the last little bit. Um, your sacred beasts are following you. Um, Kenny's, uh, Kenny's like, uh, got a bone from his steak sticking out of his mouth. Um, and the rest of you are kind of running. You see Sammy activate like a magical shield around him as you're running and you guys hit the staircase and you start descending down further. And that is where we're going to leave it this week. All right, if you're still listening at this point in the episode, I just want to say thank you for checking out this week's episode of the Warp Lords podcast. If you like what you heard, go ahead and spread the word. Come check us out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good shit you love and you're on. Find us at Warp Lords. Uh, tell a friend, tell a family member, send us, send us their way. And we, uh, we look forward to seeing you next week on the next exciting, ad- uh, adventure in the fractured world arc. Stay safe out there, internet.